This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 14, Talking Heroclix. And welcome to the show. Uh, thanks once again for joining us for Comic Shenanigans. Uh, this episode, we're talking some Heroclix. So I'm Adam Chapman, your host, and I'm here with Nathan Struck. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. We've got some Heroclix news we want to go over, recent stuff. We have uh, new sets have been announced. We have today's preview, uh, today being October the 1st. I don't know when this is going to go up, but this is when we're talking from. Uh, where do you want to start, Nate? Um, okay, let's, I guess, start with the older news first and kind of work our way backwards to today. Uh, today being the Red Robin preview. So uh, one of the things that I guess we wanted to mention was the new sets that were recently announced. At what, what convention was that? I don't. It was a. It was a. I want to say it was like a, a gamer. No, it was a retailer summit of some. Oh, kind. is that what it was? I think so. And they have a video, which if you haven't seen, um, it's on should. H, it's on HC Realms and on YouTube and YouTube. Yeah. Um, uh, of the next year, I guess if you're a clicks, which is kind of nice because it seems like from this video there's some transparency going on between WizKids and the consumer, but this is a dealer kind of or yeah. or, or um. Uh, people in the business, I suppose, were in this room. It wasn't just for fans, right? Yeah. So it's not actual true transparency, I suppose. This was something for people to learn about, get their orders in ready, get their house in order, uh, hype up their customers so they can get their pre-orders going. Um, and they, you know, they show things in this PowerPoint presentation. Uh, and then there's one point where they show the Serpent, which is the new uh, event, Fear Itself, for next summer, I believe. And that's the the, the big prize, and they show the slide for about you know two to three seconds, and then they cut away, hoping that people who pulled their phone out to take a picture would mm-hmm. would be, not be able to do so. In that's time. what most people are doing. That's what they were doing, and they had this big groan, and the gentleman who's filming it, who um, I guess was a smart one, got it all on tape. So it's kind of like if it wasn't for this technology that we have in our phones now, we would never know about this. That's so true. This well, isn't true. We might, have, we might have the pictures of the slides because we've had the slides for the last couple of years. Yes. Whenever these events happen, usually they do show up. But what I mean is when I first saw it, I thought this was going to be, this is like a new, um, it was a departure for NECA or for WizKids mm. from the kind of silence they've had, the the lack of connection to the fan base uh, for the last several years, that they were trying to be more of an open book, and this kind of was a presentation for us. Oh. It wasn't. No, not I don't at all. know why they can't make it for us. Uh, well, at the end of the day, they know this is going to get out, too. Which sure, is... but why not Goodwill? Have your... Um, you know, your, your, your uh, liaisons with the fans or whatever you want to talk, what is it called, um, a community manager, yeah. usually? Manager um, of community affairs yeah. or something like that. Why of? not have this gentleman or this woman, uh, this madam, <laughs> that's not right, madam sounds, this this, yeah. this lady, no, that doesn't um, sound right at all. come out to the fans and say, look, guys, I want to invite everyone on the, you know, the different websites to come and, and tune in. We have a live broadcast. We're going to be showing our product for the next year. They'd get tons of people tuning in. They'd get people skipping work or, or school or trying to get to the computer to see and you have so. a chat room and I guess well a lot of companies just don't bother having that public face I know I mean even like even from comic book side like Marvel Comics used to have your man at Marvel I think it was Bill Roseman yeah back that in was the very day. early though, it was very early before and, internet was big well it was it was in the earlier it was in the early 2000s I know but it's nothing like now right no but and I, since then but I miss having that public face like yes you can still have all the stuff disseminated through your website etc but it was always nice having like this is your focal point this was now even marvel doesn't have that anymore so true but they do i mean they still even have editors in chief and yeah. major editors go to con- conventions and do panels yes and, and they have interviews and they sure. do interviews yeah, yeah that was do. a huge i remember just i mean as a comic book fan i was so thrilled to see that dan didio and joe casada kind of the two big heads um doing their 
their convention panels and uh, sharing, trying to one-up each other with the news, and that was very exciting. Did and you ever go to the Dio panel? I did not, no. His panels were so much more exciting than Quesada's. I heard that they were. I, like his, that... I mean, as much as I may not be a huge DC fan, the amount of energy in the room when he would get going was always fascinating to watch. Because he would whip people up into it, like really, and he'd be doing really fast things. Whereas whenever I would go to a Marvel panel, as much as I'm more of a Marvel fan, it was very sedate. So he was a showman. He was a showman. He is not past tense. Well, he's he is, yeah. He, well, he's he came from a TV background, being an executive. But the problem for me was you can have as most charismatic uh, speakers you want, but I don't care about Damien Wayne, and I don't care how you stand on your hands to talk about Damien Wayne. I'm not going to care. Okay, well that's fair. So I mean, so you're sad that there's no more. Public yeah, outreach I, from I, I agree with that because I mean, even going back to the Wiz, classic WizKids days, you had Seth talking to people. Sure, doing interviews, the sculptors doing interviews. It was more, yeah, it was a little bit more transparent. So this isn't what you thought it was, but you're still glad you got all the information from this. Yeah, I was glad I got to see it through a dimmed room with a um, a decent camera, not even a high quality one per se, and um, still gave you what you wanted. I just think with the amount of connection we have right now with social media the way it is, um, WizKids has finally come around to posting their new dials on Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't done back in the day. No, it was not. So why... Well, Facebook wasn't around back in the day. With, with the ubiquity of these technological devices, the fact that I can be at, at a tournament or a game and someone goes, wait, what's the rule on Quake again? I don't remember what happens. And someone can pull out their smartphone and pull out the pack from that yeah. or you don't need to print out these print and play feed no. cards or you can just have it on your phone and just say look you have any questions here it is yeah. that shows me that the people who play this game are also very tech savvy That's and true. that like they like where, where I go the judge has his iPad so yeah. if he has any questions yeah. about rules you just look it up and it brings it over he does the ruling based on yeah. I don't understand it and yeah. now they're doing this uh, what is this new clicks thing where you put it on your iPad the and tab you, app the tab app which is integrating tabletop gaming with electronic devices. Why can't they just say, just like E3 for video games mm-hmm. and convention season for comic books, why can't the board game or tabletop gaming uh, industry just to be more bold and more obvious and more... When they're ready to announce something, don't give me hearsay and rumors. When you're ready to announce, look, guys, we want to get you pumped up for next year. Here's all the different sets. Well, they kind of do stuff like that with Gen Con and they have like sculpts of stuff and people will take pictures and then they post them in the realms and that's how, but that's how the news kind of filters you out. You still have to go there and have some dude, yeah, with a phone taking pictures through glass yeah. cabinets. The company doesn't take any responsibility for it. No. And to be fair, they don't spend money marketing then and they don't spend money trying to advertise and yeah. trying to... Plus, if anything, I mean, it almost it's more effective when it's word of mouth because you've got people getting whipped up into excitement but without knowing all the details. People are going to be talking about word of mouth anyway. I mean, not everyone yeah. watches E3. I no. watch E3 every year and then I talk to you about it and you go, hey, Nate, Anything good on E3? And I'm like, yeah, let me tell you about these games. You're like, oh, I didn't know about that. That's interesting. Kind of, yeah. Again, I, don't, I don't know the big franchises, and I don't really know. And I don't go to on. San Diego Comic-Con every year. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily go crazy and follow everything that comes out, but it word of mouth will happen. And, and you, you're the comic book store, and some guy you know, that you know says, hey, did you see the news from SDCC? And they're like, no, tell me. You get the news that way. I just it doesn't make any sense in this day and age with the accessibility to technology mm. and what that can do for free advertising in a way or yeah. very cheap advertising. Relatively cheap yeah. to push your product, and in, uh, I don't I don't get it. And I hope they change their mind soon. HC Realms does all the work for them, though. They do a lot of work because HC sure. Realms is a fan based community, but they do so much work. Yeah, labor based, of love. Yeah, because they love it, and so they almost don't even have to try that hard. 
But the, but they should if not If you be... put out product and you leak it in one place, they will find it and they will make it huge and they'll get people talking about it. But this it. is also a business, right? I mean, it is. No would business you, But if you, be... you're getting free advertising by a dedicated fan community that loves your product. Well, who are they advertising to? The community. Yeah, but they, don't have to, but they don't have to spend any money on it if they can just, like... Okay, but you have to spend money to make money. There's an old adage, right? Yeah, but are they going to make any more money by spending money on well, advertising at this point? Well, New Guy Night... Uh, was an, an, a, 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 the intention was to build a community to increase the fan base. I don't know to the extent that that was successful, but they did it for several years. I think it was moderately successful. We didn't really have a lot of people. We had like one or two people add to our venue as a result. The of problem that. is that after a while, like the, by the third or fourth one, you've already tapped out your resources. Right, so maybe they need to change things up a bit. But the idea being that you need to expand if you want to make more money. There's no corporation or company I know that would stop and go, we don't need to sell anymore. I've always wondered how many girlfriends ended up going to New Guy Nights <laughs> just, to, just so they could qualify for their you know, their boyfriend or their yeah, husband sure. or fiance, whatever they might be. Because like I, I know Leon did it. I'm, he brought his nephew. Yeah, well, his nephew plays though now, and his nephew goes to tournaments. So that worked in I know, that but one instance. Yeah, I suppose. I, there are examples where that worked. Whereas I brought people and they never came back. But, again, I, I just don't see the point in saying we don't have to spend any advertising money. HCA Realms will keep the community a buzz for us, but that still doesn't expand. That doesn't expand your brand. No. It doesn't increase your market share. Um, there needs to be money put into it, and it doesn't have to be a lot, like I said. It could just be, first of all, start tailoring your messages to your existing community, yeah. make them feel appreciated, and then you can also have these announcements. Well, you're doing all these previews all the time. But these like aren't a... high-quality previews. That's, I put something on, I put a PDF on Facebook, is not going to get that kid down the street to go, I have to play Heroclix. No, but if you do find the Heroclix, if, you like the, if you're like, what does that mean? You click on the link, it brings you to Heroclix.com. You've got the write-up. with. There's always a write-up with every dial. So they, where they they break it down yes. and they describe everything, and so that for that that's for the more someone who doesn't know everything about here. But there's nothing in that write up that introduces the ingenue, the new person, the person who doesn't know anything. It's all very much like, well, this character has a good combination. Clearly, running shot and psychic blast, which will be beneficial it to your team. It is more than just you're throwing like, oh. the dial. You're like worried about relics and resources taking over the tournament scene. Never fear, because we have this new trait. And the person reading that just blinks and goes, "I was excited because I thought this was about Avengers, but it's you know." But but they'll Impulse. find if, if but if they want to get in they'll find a way like it's kind of like people said the same thing about comics were too con- convoluted and confusing in the nineties and they were I still started reading comics in the nineties I started reading one of the worst points in X Men because it was so indecipherable to most people that's when I started and I got used to it and I figured it out I'm just saying look at, change the media go to movies yeah. okay when you're in the movie theater they're selling to you in the movie theater with um, the upcoming attractions yeah they've already got people who are moviegoers. In the movie theater, they don't really have to do a lot of work there. They no. just kind of air a commercial. They're showing you trailers that are similar to the movie. Sure. But for everybody else, they cannot count on going, look, the movie theaters will take care of advertising for us. We just give them these additional trailers, and they'll show them anyway. We don't have to worry about anything else. And people will just tell their friends about movies. Mm. People do that. However, they also have advertising that they do on the internet. They have on TV commercials, on the newspapers, and on the sides of buses. So you're saying, really, what your dream is, is that you're flipping through the channels and you see Heroclix ad on TV. And you're not like, realistic. That's amazing. Compl- I would love that, but that's not realistic. Would you love to have a comic book ad on, like an actual comic book I remember. Ad? There used to be a show in Canada called The Anti-Gravity Room. Oh my god, uh, I forgot about that. There are similar shows in the States. That are kind of just labors of love, and they got permission from some CEO or producer who wasn't really paying attention and signed off on this contract for them to do a pilot. Um, And I really enjoyed it. It was about comic books. And I just remember watching this show and being so happy that something like this was 
entering the main. It wasn't mainstream, but to me, it was mainstream. No one really watched the show except for maybe I you watched, and I. I watched. It was cool. I I always wished it was a little bit more in depth, which is always going to be the problem when you're such a huge fan and you watch something that's still catering to you. But if it's TV, if it's that's why I like new media like podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. like that is where people can target yeah, it directly to what they want to talk about and and it might be so filled with minutia that only the hardcore will care but it doesn't matter because that's what it's for whereas as long as it's on TV it, it can only go so far it is weird too even with a much larger industry like video games um yeah, they, the anti grab not the anti grab um electric playground okay. was a big show um kind of late nineties. Uh, started up there uh, by Victor, I can't remember Victor's last name now, and Tommy Tallarico, and they did that show for a while, and uh, it was I loved it. I really liked to watch the reviews, and it kind of faded into obscurity because most people get their reviews online, and now there's G4 TV, which again is like you were saying, uh, it's very um, populist. It's very much about the the larger market, so it's kind of watered down. I'm not expecting Heroclix to go uh, widespread and become a huge industry. But I, I do think that they could put a little bit of effort just when it comes to the internet advertising. I don't think it's going to be on bus shelters. I'm always surprised that there aren't more. I think they happen once or twice, but there's no Heroclix ads in comic books themselves. Cause it, there used sure, to be. There used to be, once upon a time, yeah. I remember. But uh, why? Why not? I guess it's expensive advertising, but it's cross-branding. Like, you'd think that would kind of be... Uh, no, yeah, that's a, that's a no-brainer. A no-brainer, right? Like, if, if you, hey, you like this, you know, this, you just picked up, you just saw the Avengers movie. So you want to pick up the Avengers Assemble comic book, because it's similar to that tone of the movie. It's got all the characters that you like from the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you're flipping the ads, and hey, look, Avengers are in Heroclix. What's Heroclix? I don't know, but these are the characters I like. Doesn't that just make too much sense? Yeah, but it, it does. But it's not there. Did they not give Heroclix away for a movie promotion at one point? Well, I know because they had the Catwoman one and the, for the Catwoman movie at one but point. But what do you mean? Like they gave them away and then people I don't gave them to the theater? I don't, I don't think that's the way that's it was. Not, yeah. I think it was mentioned once that they, there was something like that planned. It's never really worked, but it always... Because the Marvel movie always comes out the first week of May during Free Comic Book Day, it kind of works out that they always have a Free Comic Book Day figure and usually it's movie-related. Anyway, I think that they should just target both. I think they should be targeting um, people who like comics and people who like video games because tabletop gaming is very much connected to those two, especially Heroclix. Um, And find a way to do that, and it can be as simple as doing a YouTube channel, and every month WizKids does a little preview or an announcement or just whatever, a person in front of a camera that they've hired to say, look, this is what WizKids is, this is what Heroclix is doing, Hmm. and we're going to show you some neat stuff. Here's some footage of a con that we went to. Here's some footage of the sculptors sculpting something. Hmm. Here's what this process looks like. Yeah. Here's a, a new case came in of a new set. No one's seen this before. I'm going to open one on the, on, the, on the TV show or whatever this is, this little web show that doesn't cost anything because YouTube is, yeah. is low production value anyway. Yeah. And then people would be flocking to that. Are you kidding me? Like, I see no, YouTubers now. I don't have them, their names on the tip of my tongue. I don't remember. But I watched several YouTube channels yeah. by YouTubers who were into Heroclix. And they, they show Heroclix games. And they show tournament mm. games or unboxings and their yeah. collection. Or they, There's one gentleman who's doing uh, rule sets now. He just shows how to use Quake or Hypersonic Speed. Yeah. I love it. And he I look at the hits. He's, he's getting hundreds of hits. The community is, is thirsty for this. I agree with that. When did, when did you first get into Heroclix again? Like, that's a... 2004. And, but, like, how... What was... What, what, what made you do it? Because, like, we're talking about how, you, you know, getting more, more people into the game. How did you get into the game? I first heard out... Heard out and heard out. I first heard about it, I think it was 2002, um, when Mage Knight was going, 
and I saw an ad, I don't remember if it was Comic Shop News, probably Comic Shop News, that said that, that uh, WizKids was going to expand, it got the license, and was going to expand to comic books, and they showed a sculpt of Spider-Man or something, and I was just so excited. Because I came from a background, I, I've always been a gamer, be it video games or tabletop gaming. Uh, as a kid, I was raised this way, um, with Risk and uh, Access and Allies, mm-hmm. and uh, and I got to card games in high school, you've heard this before, I got really uh, into Overpower. And the one thing I really wanted from Overpower, first of all, it let me play with comic book characters, which was very exciting. But there was no the, the level strategy was very limited. You couldn't hide behind anything. Nope. Uh, Juggernaut was on equal footing with Jean Grey, simply because they had you know you KO each character with the same number of hits, because you can't make Juggernaut invulnerable. I suppose they just didn't have a mechanic for it. Mm-hmm. I, I yearned for something where you could have ranged attacks that mattered, or people could hide behind things, or you could position characters like you could in other strategy games, and so when Heroclix was announced, I just was so excited. I didn't get into it until I actually went to someone's house who had the game, 2004, and he said, look, I run a store, and uh, we got a bunch of these for promotion. Um, Why don't you take the box and just play it and see what you think? And I was like, yeah! So he gave me a Sentinel, and everything was great. Um, And I was hooked. I couldn't... Everyone I knew, my roommates at the time, I I taught them how to play, whether they wanted to or not, and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really fun. That's how I got into it. How'd you get into it? Uh, not that I, I didn't know about that it was coming at all. I, I don't remember having seen it anywhere, but it was two thousand and three, and I was living uh, with another comic fan, and uh, he was he he had we had just come back from the, I guess the summer vacation. He was like, I've got this new game I want to try out. I have some characters, and I remember like one of the first characters I ever used was uh, Explosion Daredevil, who is terrible. Wait, which one? Met? I don't think it matters. Does it matter? No. <laughs> They're pretty terrible. But... So he got like incapacitate and super senses and that's about it? I don't think it has leap climb. Does he leap climb? I'm pretty sure I had leap climb the ex- behind the... The video challenge one didn't, so no. yeah, maybe the explosion did. And, like, and it was like the old retro maps, like the first map. It was just... You couldn't tell what was what? We had like the four corners and I think there was another flip side. I can't remember anyways. I, remember... I think the flip side was the park. Yes. I, I hid in the park behind a bench. And I remember he had some characters in vulnerability, and I couldn't do anything. Yeah, the gazebo was the only piece of blocking terrain. Yeah, it was it was interesting, and I, and I was like, I don't know, but we played it a few more times, and I, and I came to enjoy it. And then he was like, Well, if we go to this store, this is where they have them. So we went to that store, and I remember picking it up. And my first, I think one of my my first uniques was the Jay Garrick Flash from Hyper Time, and I think it only took like a month of that, and I was I was really into it. And then because that November of that year, some like less than two months later. Um, uh, Critical Mass was coming out, and I remember following that every day and okay. just being so excited. So that for had just Mass. come out, I believe, when I started playing. Yeah, and they're pumping up for ramping up for Ultimates. Uh, yeah, because that was that was summer two thousand four. I remember Ultimates because um, my buddy and I, well, you know, Leon, we we went and we picked up ours, and then we went and saw Spider Man two the same mm-hmm. day. It was it was that was our big day. We're gonna pick up this case or brick or whatever it was and then we're and i remember i pulled off the hulk and i was so excited and he didn't get it and i was like ha and then he walked into the store and paid like 35 dollars for it he's like i didn't like the idea that you had it and i didn't wow. so he needed to have it so he went and threw down like 30 35 dollars or something because he just he's still not cheap ultimate hulk is still not cheap no i know he, he held his value pretty yeah. well but that was that was that was my first kind of time in it and i remember like looking back at it now my collection was so small, but it seemed so large because it was on like this. I had like a display case. Well, it didn't help too that whenever you wanted to build the team, you'd find the bottom of a flyer that you wanted to use, yes. and then you didn't know what the top was. Yep. <laughs> well, I had them all like you know in on this large wooden uh, display unit, but it was it was painstaking because I'd have to put them all out 
and then one of them all to be in a row and like the actual order and then when we want something you pull them all out and you got to put them all back and mm. pain in the ass but I that, and if I could go back I would be like dude just buy a tackle box like that's all I would if say I to myself if I had to go back I would say keep the clicks he gave you uh, play those for free don't waste your money buying critical mass buy a few <laughs> ultimates you know because I was buying cases like I was very soon after I got back to Canada <laughs> That I was just buying as much as I could, and I shouldn't have. Because my my least favorite uh, uh, experience was getting unleashed. Because I remember there was wasn't that much from Peterborough. My buddy bought bought it earlier in the day, and that was it. There was nothing else left. So uh, my other roommate, uh, I had I had talked him out of play. So we drove to Toronto that night. Uh, so it was an hour and a half drive. It was dark. I remember thinking I was going to die because it was like in an old, like early nineties Volkswagen going like one sixty. Uh, it was wet and it was dark. And I don't, I can't convert that to miles for you, but it's all right. One sixty kilometers is really fast. It's very fast. And then when we finally got to Toronto, and we, I picked up I think ten or eleven like boosters. It was like one hundred and eleven, one hundred and twenty bucks. And I remember I got one unique. And it was Ultra Humanite, the worst in the set. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And I get back and I find out that my other friend, the one who bought everything that was there, got Magog and the, and the Casey Superman. And I was like, this sucks. And I remember Leon, for the longest time, won by Ultra Humanite. And I was like, there is no way I'm ever letting go of this stupid albino monkey. Because this is the only unique I got. I am keeping it forever. And I still have him. I think it was the first or second pack of Ultimates I bought at my local comic store. I wasn't buying cases at the time. I just saw the packs, that, and whenever I could afford it, that I pulled out the Ultimate uh, Thor. Oh, wow. And I was just like, this is the greatest piece ever. Why would anyone play anything else? Yeah. I just kept playing him, and they were like, stop playing him. <laughs> I, I kind of miss the days of before I was getting like a case or boost, like bricks or something. I kind of miss that you know, you're just getting a booster because it's all you can afford right now and you'll mm-hmm. come back for another booster later and that you were still getting stuff that was new. Whereas now, you know, I'm, I'm older, I have the money that I can go and buy a case on release day and then that it's over. It's done. I'm not going to go buy another booster. still really booster. fun to open a case though. It, it, oh, it's a lot of fun <laughs> but I'm saying it's, oh, it's that one moment and then it's gone. Whereas it used to be like you're always hoping for something else and you'd be like, oh, I want to go back and hope I can get a, just one pack and I kind of missed that feeling when I was back in university when I didn't have the money to buy mass quantities and before it ever even dawned on me to really do so. And I kind of missed that that kind of sentimentality of like, you know, you get bumped out of the of the game, like uh, you go to a tournament, you get bumped out of the round one, you're like, well, that's kind of too bad, but I'm going to go buy a booster. Maybe I'll get something great. You like, still can do that. I know, but the gonna... chances of being able to get something new is so low because you're... Because I'm buying it all right, at once. Right, so. yeah, yeah. I am the reason why I'm not able to have that same level of enjoyment. I get that, but still, it I can't is what think it of is. much that I miss. No? Honestly, no, I can't really think of. I don't know. I mean, a lot of just what the game has become. I, I prefer. I mean, even thinking of uh, the old maps, like you mentioned, I'm thinking of the old Avengers map and trying to determine what type of terrain. That was what on that map? Yeah, that wasn't fun. We just kind of tried to make things up as it went along, house rule, whatever you could, and I'm so glad they remade it, even it, though the gate doesn't make any sense, the yeah. shadow of a gate. It's hard to believe that we played the way we did. Because, yeah. Because it's come so far. It was so abstract, too, when you think about it. A lot of the maps were just squiggles. It was like playing on an abstract <laughs> painting. Like, what does that represent to you? Yeah. I think that represents a gargoyle. I don't really know. Yeah. 
Mickey over here thinks it's a bush, so we're going to play it as hindering. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just things like that. And the, and the sculpts themselves are more abstract. Like, yeah, well, this could be Wolverine. Because you'd have, like, like a third of, of a square would be would have something in it. And you'd be like, well, does this make it hindering frame? Oh, I know. Or is it not? Like, and then you just kind of decide. Yeah, you, and but it would, it would be tough when you would go to a new place for a tournament. Oh, sure. There's and, less standardization. And, and yeah. there's so much, like, infighting, because you're like, well, why... Why is this this? Why can't it be that? And they're like, no, we rule it this. Oh, I first read the rule book like on my own. I sat down and read the rules. And for the longest time, I thought that you could give a character more than one action per turn. But if you chose to give them a second action, they would be pushed. And so games we played that would, way. Games would be very fast. They were very fast. Um, playing against Hercules was murder because every turn he would just go boom, boom, hit you with her four, like six damage, right, with 11 attack and the four damage oh, yeah. of magic. And then he'd just push it. This is Braxton I'd play against. And he'd have like four fire, fire lords and some Herculeses on the board. And he attacked the, the Hercules <laughs> over right. and dropped them down. And this is when you could still attack after being carried, after yep. taxiing. So he would taxi. Do you remember when you could me. carry another flyer? Yeah, flyers carrying flyers what? too. Yeah. Like it, it I feels, the bomb it feels like stuff. the Dark Ages. I don't, of I don't. That's why I don't miss any of it. I don't think it was as balanced. I don't no, think there's it was more. Fun. It's more intricate. It, there's better strategy now. Being, now. Yeah, sure. And being able to have uh, special powers that actually represent the character. Yeah. I don't miss feats at all. Because no, the special powers just, have replaced no, them. I know. Plus, I like the so the special powers are customized for that character. You think about the the feats though that were super abused. I mean, we're getting to that point again now with resources, which resources are kind of like an event I'll slash it for. I don't feats. think I've ever used the Infinity Gauntlet just because well, I don't ever good, want to. Because you're a good person. Well, it's because well, because people I've played against it so many times that I've been I've become so dissatisfied with like just seeing someone having it. I'm like, screw you! Like it just it feels like such a giant crutch. And it's, and it's also not comic accurate. I don't want to see Batman with the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm sorry. But he can have his belt. It's uh, fine. But he you can know have his utility belt and his, and his but costume. But if you think about some of the most infamous fee cards, what have you got? In Contact with Oracle. Oh, yeah. Ruined the game for its time. Trick Shot. Trick Shot was really dominant. Uh, protected. Oh, yeah. Uh, nanobots. Warbound? Um, Warbound got not some play. Much. It was harder to get. The Elil fine. For special objects. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, the, the laser turret. The laser turret was, yeah. That was one of used. the best objects. You know what the best object was? The um, uh, phone booth. Yeah, no, that I was, like that. It's I like problem. the matter accelerator, the one that uh, you that get on it and fun, then yeah. you roll it and then that you get that added to your speed value. Yeah, I like the bucket of water. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish the matter, sorry, the matter accelerator, I wish it was the cosmic treadmill. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't have been comic accurate at all. Because only a few people could actually use it, but it was just—that's really what it was. They just had uh, one on HC Realms too, the ladder, the step ladder. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was never used that often. I I used it. I always had it. I had it in my little tackle box, and I always brought it for every I game. Remember anything else that I really liked? Well, oh, uh, the meteorite. Yeah, meteorite. Was that one was a huge yeah. one. Like if you so had it was that... a plus three. No, you could roll, wasn't it? And then the damage could not be um, reduced. Yes, and, rolled and it was at least one. I think you had at least one extra. Kind of, I don't know. I, I have it still sitting in my box, and I don't have the card for it anymore. No, that was, those were good. But uh, uh, the relic system, I think, is much better, more interesting, visually appealing on the board. Yeah. The tiny little three models, mm-hmm. I marvel at them. I like think the it's Nova very helmet, good. I, and I like taking the Nova helmet and holding up to a figure. And for the most part, the proportions of the size of the helmet mm-hmm. will be equal to a head. Yeah. And the Iron Man briefcase, you can put it next to a click, and it looks like, oh yeah, they could be carrying that. And yeah. then the, the Cosmic Cube is nice and tiny, so it would fit in your hand. Yeah. And the Crimson Gem of Sidorak is much bigger. And yeah. I don't even Marvel ones because I don't even have the DC ones. I don't even know what's going on. They got kryptonite and oh, lanterns. Tons of kryptonite. Yeah, that's well, nice, and they look right. That's nice. I'm glad. That's good for DC fans. So new sets, new sets. So you you excited for Assassin's Creed, aren't you? <laughs> Not at all, eh? 
I thought about it. Really? I only played the first game for 15 minutes and didn't care. Um, I, so was, I don't think uh, I would get I don't think I'd buy the clicks just because I've only really played the second game, which I know was kind of wrong. But like, I, f- I feel like even if I had played it, I wouldn't really care about getting them. Cause... It's an odd thing, right? Like, I'm a only Marvel collector. You collect Marvel and DC. When it comes to indie, you'll buy indie. Uh, the original indie? Well, you bought the indie set. You bought Invincible. I never you bought, bought Invincible. Did you? No. Um, BPRD? I had that. Okay, right. So you're you seem but that open. was that was a lot earlier. I feel like nowadays, like I don't have the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings or anything. Okay, but let's stay in the comic books. What if know. they released a uh, an image line of Caraclix? I don't care. Or Mirage. Or... If they went back to the well, the main reason I got indie was for CrossGen, which was I mean that that was like kind of the height of its powers before it imploded on itself. I didn't care about Witchblade of the Darkness. Oh, I I I, I, I wouldn't care about like Spawn. Like I, I don't. I don't think I really care about I the kind of want the only stuff. image characters I would ever actually want to see would be the Manhattan Project's characters because that would be amazing. That is not sell enough people that even know oh, what you're saying. No, I know the three people, maybe you, me, and another guy who yeah. buys that book. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever people buy that hey, book, it's got a trade. It does have that a trade. That speaks well for it. It goes fast too. Um, but yeah, okay. So you don't care about mixing universes. Nah, well, I just I, I I never found any of those characters appealing. I don't care about this Wildcat stuff coming in. Uh, I do. The next Batman set. I kind of ca- I kind of care. I don't know why. I don't I, know why. I never watched the Wildcats TV show. I never. I don't know. I did you comics. I would rather see the Ultraverse and Prime, and I don't know oh, them either. How about Malibu? <laughs> God, the only reason I know about those characters because of the the old ads in the comics. Mm. I don't know them at all. All I know is that Juggernaut was in the Ultraverse universe. Ultraverse burst. At yeah, some, something like that. At some point in time, with some, Malibu or yeah, whatever. But yeah, so I don't really care about those sets. I One set I kind of wish I picked up, and now I don't see it anywhere, is the uh, Star Trek Away team. Cause yeah, I actually, you talked about that. Because I kind of liked it. Because I remember thinking, okay, this is okay. stupid. That's fair. I mean, get it, pick it up. They're actually very good dials. They're very good dials. Um, would you feel dirty playing a game where you mixed Kirk with, you know, Robin? Could you, ha- could you put them on... I feel better about that than using a spaceship... And Robin. Well, for sure. Because yes. that's just weird. I think... You kind I, of... I, I don't want to use Lord, Lord of the Rings with, with combo characters. It seems weird to me. I didn't. I played against a whole team of Halo guys, and I'm like, I don't like this. So it has to be something where, Gears like... of War. That I don't like this. Yeah. It, it just didn't feel right. Comic book to comic book... Like, I don't like Spawn. I'd rather play with a Spawn figure than a Halo figure. Or an Assassin's Creed figure. Yeah, because you're I don't, keeping comic books and comic Yeah, books. I guess I'm very I'm very stingy on that, though. But it doesn't Star really make Trek a lot of sense. Our comic book characters as well. There's a Star Trek comic series. There is. But and that's... so they have crossed over with other characters. Yeah. So it I, makes I sense. Would, I would be interested. I don't think I'd really care, but I'd be interested to see Doctor Who clicks. Hmm. I don't know I how suppose. it would work, but I don't know. There's been other things that like I've, I've been like, I don't know if I really care. But then it works out. Hmm. So after Assassin's Creed... We got yeah. Batman. Assassin's Creed, I don't so you, know. So you, the only thing you're looking forward to Batman for is the Wildcats figures. I kind of think I'll just pick and choose some Wildcats figures, yeah. I wonder who's going to be them. If we're going to put them all in there. Voodoo, I hope. I guess. I, I don't even know who they are. I know Grifter. That's it. I like Grifter. Yeah. I just, I, I felt this so disinterested. I'm also not caring about uh, the Titan, the upcoming Titan set having uh, the Gen 13. Don't care. Yeah, I kind of think Never, I care about that. Ugh. I don't know why. I never cared about Gen 13. I read, I read a lot of Gen 13. comic and it was horrible. And then after years of reading Gen 13, I realized that that was because I was a teenage boy <laughs> and it wasn't really a good series. It wasn't for Caitlin Fairchild. That was the Ed Bennis stuff at that point. Well, Ed Bennis is a better illustrator than Scott Campbell anyway, but I read it. Um, and then I sold my collection 
And now I see the figures, and I would not, have not thought about Gen 13 in years. And I saw the figures, and I thought, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, uh, no. When Overpower was dying, uh, they released an image line of Overpower cards. Oh. And the Overpower maniacs we were in high school, we went and bought them, even though most of them were terrible. And I have fond memories of, of this property of image characters in a collectible game that I played. And now there's this better collectible game that I play, and... I, I, if it's cheap, I think. I, but then I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I'm conflicted, Adam. Okay. I know how I feel. I'm very yeah. dissatisfied. I don't care. Although well, I'm more it, interested in the Wildcats than I am in anything that Batman's like. Set has and to Titans, come. I wasn't. And I, I wasn't planning on buying a case. I was planning just to buy a CUR set from from Moyan. And now I don't know because I kind of want the. I might just buy an extra super booster if you can. I don't even know what their availability is going to be like. But uh, I don't know. Like, it would be nice to have the... Uh, how do you feel about the Team Dallas in general? I just don't... I, I don't it, want any of the characters who are on the Team Dallas to be in the base set, because otherwise it's just more more duplication. I like the idea that you could buy a team together in one purchase. But then you get to play them on a nice... And I like the together. idea that they could be in a little diorama, so if you wanted, you could store them on your desk. I think the idea of moving a giant <laughs> dial around or... or Base. Yeah, well, we don't really know yet, right? Like, no, we don't, but it's the idea of it. I don't like duo figures. No. I never really ever have. No. It only works well when it's elegantly done, like when it's super appropriate. Uh, in the case of Sentry Void, they're kind of a duo, but they're not really a duo. No. They're not a duo figure, No, but they have like their names like a duo figure. Yeah. That's fine. I don't need the duo mechanic to exist. No. Um, Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy is one of the most appropriate duos. Because the dinosaur? Yes. And because they're always together, and Moon Boy is always riding that dinosaur, <laughs> and you would never want them separately. No. Ever. Um, Power Man and Iron Fist, I don't need them to actually be in the same dial. They can be their own men. Hmm. And they can, you know, go off and... That one seems appropriate enough, though. It, it, and it was single base. It's appropriate like Batman and Robin are appropriate. It was single base, though. That, that well, made it that much is better nice. than most of them. But... It's the idea of having two characters in one dial. I'd much rather have two different figures to do whatever I want with them. I can split them up. I can hide one behind the other. I can have one carry the other. Um, that kind of thing. And so they've, they've tried to, I don't know, straddle this kind of divide between people who like them and don't like them with the merge and split abilities, which no one uses. And I've never used myself nor seen it being used. No. Um, so people but don't it, seem to care. But it could be. Right, there's a there's a could be. There's um, that one There's guy. no could be in my mind where I want to have six characters on a giant piece of plastic with, you know, the Batcave or yeah. Aven- you know, Avengers Tower running around the board. I don't need that. I don't care. I mean, no. it could have a really awesome mechanic as amazingly cool as vehicles. I hate vehicles, and I hate the idea of your team running around on one base. I think okay. that that... I like that they're switched, though. That you can play them on the base or all. Yeah, alone. yeah, I mean, that's Because that's what I would do, I Look, think. I mean, I told you at the beginning that one of the things I didn't like about card games, or specifically Overpowered, I played Versus for a while, too, and it was fun, but uh, specifically Overpowered is that your characters were kind of stuck, and they were just kind of going one-on-one, and they are just fighting each other. And you couldn't run away, and you couldn't hide behind things, and there was no dynamics about what your characters can and can't do mm-hmm. to increase your likelihood of succeeding based on your skill as a statistician. Um... Heroclix is the uh, is the complete other end of the spectrum. Yep. You can move them around. You can plan your moves out. Um, you can try to dupe your opponent into um, play, you know playing their hand too much. All those things come into play. And I like having a lot of pieces with which to manipulate across the board and and do interesting things with. Yeah. When they're all in one place, it feels like overpower again. Or versus. I mean, versus tried to change that up. They had like 
mechanics they added like a hidden section where you could move your characters off to another part of the table and they were kind of stealth but it, really? yeah and they kept adding more and more of these mechanics and Sounds it just a became weak. garbled yeah it, it is weak by comparison to a strategy game mm. that i liken to again risk or, or um another strategy games like that yeah. or warhammer so i i prefer the ability to have free reign over my characters okay i don't want them to be merged i don't need that okay but if I can just buy Gen 13 in one go, I might buy them. If I have to collect them, I won't bother. No. Well, and then that's the chance you take, because you could get one of the other team dials instead. You know, you won't know. Yeah, there's that too. It's just like when you buy like the Giants uh, in Galactic Guardians, like all them. And... I see a lot coming out in the future in the next six months that... Well, okay, not, that's not fair, because Amazing Spider-Man I'm excited for. That will be kind of cherry-picking. I'll just like pick stuff off the internet. Uh, Streets of Gotham... You care? Like, it's part two. Again, I don't look like DC. Okay. So speak for yourself. Um, well, I'm not really buying that much of it, so I guess I'm not really that... Uh, I, I'm more of a Marvel fan, and I just don't have the time and resources to really spend on buying that much of it anymore. Uh, and I don't know. I, I feel like the Batman set is not as interesting to me as it could be. Uh, maybe I just like more colorful, like, you know, mm. big characters. I, if, if it had been, like, another, like, a full... Like a full Justice League set that would be more more cool to me, or I don't know a, a theme set that's not just Batman, and then having Batman and then Streets of Gotham, and then also having No Man's Land as the as the event is just that's so much Batman. And then I guess the way of breaking up the monotony is throwing in Wildcats and that kind of stuff. But I, that's not for me. That's just not something I care about. So, but at least it's something new. I do appreciate I seen it before. I appreciate it's something new and these characters that haven't been made. So as much as I'm like, ah, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. At least they're making new characters, right? Because and not just reusing old ones. So that's nice. And for DC fans or Wildcat fans or in your case, Gen 13 fan, that's and great. Don't call me a Gen 13 fan. You were at one point. <laughs> yeah, when I was like 16. You were still a Gen 13 fan. You can't take right, that away. But now, I mean, I wouldn't speak to myself as a Gen 13 You're fan. You're not a current fan. No. But you were a fan. You have enjoyed it at one point in time. You can't just divorce just yourself Just because you're that completely. kid who ate paste when they were a kid doesn't mean the paste eater over here in the corner. But you did so do he's it. like... <laughs> Pulling on his necktie. Well, I'm a respectable businessman now. I don't need paste. You're still a paste eater. Always will be. No, you were. You can't identify yourself as not can having been. Can change? Can't they evolve? And no, grow you can up? change and evolve, but you still were. I used to be more of a fan of Bendis, and I'm not really now. But whoa, I'm not gonna, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not because gonna, Bendis has changed. I don't know about you. I'm, but I'm not, But it's not, me not being a Bendis fan now doesn't mean I wasn't. I think he needs a hiatus. Who, Bendis? Yeah. I agree. Or there's less books to work on. I think he just needs to go a little world tour there. Get some new experiences. <laughs> uh, well, he's uh, he's he's gonna be playing in a new sandbox. I think that's the same. Maybe he can go right for the Shield TV series with uh, that'd Joss. Be, that'd be weird. That would be weird. Uh, but but no, I, the two I of think... those guys together write excellent female dialogue. Yeah. I wonder if together they could write some of the most interesting females ever been on TV. Probably. But no, I, I I like that he's gonna be doing something outside of the, he's for the last what? How long has uh, New Avengers been around since two thousand four? Like November of that year. So it's been like eight years. Yeah. Eight years of Avengers. So now he's going to play in the X-Men sandbox. Fine. You've had eight years to do Avengers and make Cage be the best character the, ever. I don't know why he doesn't have angel wings right now. And just fly above every other bad <laughs> you know, like, out there. I, I feel like he should just... Like, Sweet Christmas. <laughs> I feel like Cage should just go away as well. Just because... He's been so prominent. Yeah, so because think... he was so away for so many years, and he well, kind no of came really back cared. a little bit for Heroes for Hire in the 90s, then went swiftly away again oh, when yeah, the series ended. That was not a good book. Um, <laughs> I have fond memories, though. I do, too, but it wasn't, wasn't that a good. good book, no. Like that, episode, that issue with like, She-Hulk and Luke Cage just wanted to go on a date. I know. 
I, I still miss that they retconned the, the fact that Juggernaut and She-Hulk um, slept together. I have no problem with that. That was a great story. That was awesome. And nothing nothing in there worked for me. What? Wasn't that it's Austin? She-Hulk. Wasn't that Austin, though? Um, I think it was. So you have so there's one thing by Austin that you like. I like that. I thought it was cool. I, th- I love it when people who are invulnerable get together. I love that Wonder Woman and Superman are hooking up. I love that people like invulnerability. So you're like Frank. Like, you're like Frank Miller on the Daredevil DVD where he's talking about superhero sex, and he's like, "That's why he made Electric." He's like, "What would superhero <laughs> sex be like?" He's I know, like, but no one thinks about it when it comes to invulnerability. Like Superman himself is an invulnerable person. I think they think would about completely it. destroy Lois Lane. <laughs> Like, even holding people's hands. Hercules, when he taps people on the shoulder, he almost breaks their body yeah. in half. Well, I was, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about what it would be like to feel Superman's skin. Would it be? Would it feel just like skin? Or would Why don't we be... talk about something sexier, but also on topic? <laughs> okay. Luke Cage's skin. Okay. That is sexier, and also... Now, is it, always, is it always, like, really hard? Or is it only, like, if when you fly... <laughs> Shut up, I'm being serious. Talking of the skin. Of the skin. Of like, his arm. Is it only when he flexes? Is it only when he reacts? Well, it doesn't break, something? right? I mean, it does flex around your body. If it didn't move, then it would crumple, like... Well, not, not that it would foil. crumple, but, like, if you were to touch it, would it always be, like, really firm? Dense. Would it be like... You mean talking about... It, it doesn't mean their skin is more dense. Yes. Like, tile. Well, because in, in, in the case of Superman, like, it... like No one has ever said that. Everyone who touches invulnerable people have always kind of just never either said anything about it, or they, you know, they sweat, which is not... Doesn't make any sense. No. If your skin's super dense. Or they talk about their hand is warm. Like, people have held Superman's hand before. Oh, your hand is warm. You know, like... It, that, they shouldn't be able to feel things because your blood vessels, you would assume, would not yeah. be so close to the surface. Or is, but, or is it more of, well, especially in the case of Superman, is it only when his his skin is reacting to, like... Uh, the sunlight? No, not the sunlight. Uh, when it's, when react- it's reacting to... Um, Something negative. Cause and like, effect? Like yeah. the cause creates the effect of super dense skin? Yeah. I think he's always dense. <laughs> like if I shoot him with a gun... His his skin will his skin in that instant. I don't think so. I don't know. Well, otherwise, when you touch his skin, wouldn't it always be like really like rock hard, firm, and uncomfortable, like jagged? What are you talking about? My skin's always rock hard and firm when I touch it. (laughs) Like if low, if he's saying other people are flat. Like when when, when Lois like brushes his cheek, like is that what does that feel like? Was that like rubbing your hand on metal? They seem to, from the way they've been depicted, and let's be fair, it's very um, light on detail. They don't seem to be any different from any of us, except when they come to being hurt. And yes, then they, and, they, and then their body reacts. And then they mention things like they can't get a needle in Luke Cage. Why, why isn't kissing someone, is, why doesn't the like body a rock. think that's violent? Because someone's kissing you violent, Does, then, you, then you become vulnerable? Like, then it's going to hurt the person? No, I don't think that there's this like smart kind of uh, <laughs> fabric smart, thing where smart you skin? run electricity through it and it becomes firm. I think okay. that they're just... Like a, like a rhino has a thick hide. Mm. doesn't matter if you're looking at the rhino or you can hear it in the forest yeah. when it falls. It still has a thick hide. So I, guess that's true. I think that's what this is. And I don't think it's necessarily discussed as much as it probably should be. I no. think there are other writers, usually British writers. Because isn't that how you'd figure out who Superman is? Just take a, take a back. Yeah, just start feeling, people. just start brushing everyone's face in Metropolis and seeing which one is. Like a blind not. person. Yeah. Could be just like, touching everyone. Touch Superman and like, I know now. What a scheme. I gotta look for this. That would be a great story for the Silver Age. Yeah. The Toucher. <laughs> the Toucher. Children flee parking, you know. That uh, sounds so filthy. Um, so right. sets and stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, okay, Hobbit. so let's would get. You, to, would, uh, you, would you would you would you look at Hobbit? Would you play that? 
I, I don't even. I don't even. I'm not I, even excited for this movie. I think that making The Hobbit a three part movie is, is like ridiculous. Ridiculous. My favorite because each movie is going to be like three hours. Long, I know, probably. And I love the book. And my favorite parts in the book are midway towards the end of the book, and I won't even see them for the first one and a half movies. I won't yep. even see my favorite parts. Nope. The first movie is going to be um, you the know, gathering. The gathering. It's yeah. going to be um, the trolls. Yeah. And then maybe they got to Rivendell. And then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And then the next movie, they're going to make it to Mirkwood. <laughs> and then that's going to be the end of that movie. Yeah. And then in the final movie, they'll make it to Smog. You think it'll take that long? What else are they going to do in the third movie slash no third idea. act? That's the third act of the book. Yeah. Well, maybe so, they can make something up. So after Rivendale, I guess they're going to introduce Gollum. Gollum go, probably Riddles in the Dark, which is my favorite chapter. They'll probably end the first movie getting two riddles in the dark. They'll introduce, like, Gollum in the he's shadows. In the, he's in the trailer. Yeah, so they'll, they'll like... introduce him in the shadows, okay. and they'll go to be continued. Oh, my gosh. Wait for this continuation. Then they'll have riddles in the dark. Then they'll go through to Mirkwood, and then they'll end there. And then the last scene, the last movie will be about the dragon. And it's such a waste, because I just want to see the dragon, guys. And I like Mirkwood quite a bit, too. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen for me. I'm going to sit and watch a three-hour movie about... Trolls and <laughs> hobbits and dwarves. And so you're not going to pick up the Hobbit Heroclix? No. What about uh, Star Trek II Heroclix? Nope. All right. I'm me either. I, I don't like. No. Is that based on the movie Star Trek, or is that know. just the second set? I don't like things based on movies, anyways. I didn't buy the Avengers movie figures. No. This Iron Man three set coming out. I don't care. Not interested. I, I I don't think there's enough material, and I guess I guess if they they take the same characters from each movie and just do them, I, I didn't get the Avengers movie stuff either. I got the Target exclusive because. That was fun. It was like a basically gravity feed. It was like ten characters, and I have almost all of them, because uh, they weren't really available in Canada. But I mean, I didn't need the ma- the main set. Uh, I didn't mind some of the figures. I just didn't really care. I would have rather had an action pack if they just made like sure. Fast Forces, and like they did do that for the starter for the movie, Avengers movie. They had all the main Avengers, so that's cool. But yeah, they should have just done that for everything. So let's get to whatever wants to talk about. Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. I'm excited about the monsters. I wish this was an October, November set. This should be a Halloween-centered set if it's going to be all this horror stuff. Just with Hobgoblin. Dracula and Hobgoblin, maybe Demogoblin if you play your cards He's right. He's got to be in there, right? It's just a repaint. Living Mummy. I just... This is the set that I wanted Mutations and Monsters to be, so far, from what it sounds like. Yeah. Mutations sounds... and Monsters played a lot of lip service to monsters, but didn't give us enough. So finally got a new Blade? New Blade. Yeah, so. looking forward to that. Um, we're not going to be getting, um, according to the new Marvel poll for the fan selection No figure, Sleepwalker? Um, no Sleepwalker, which is sad. That is sad. That's the one I want. I don't, I don't know who Death's Head is. I think I tried to read the profile, too, and I didn't even understand what I was reading, so I stopped. <laughs> I really don't care. I don't understand how it got to this point. I don't understand how female Ghost Rider got up to the third Yeah, what was round. that all about? I don't... So, this set, I mean, a new Mysterio, that's good for me. Oh, yeah. The old... I say old. The Web of Spider-Man Mysterio is still going for a pretty penny online. Is he really? He is, yeah. He's not even that He's good. He's over ten bucks. Wow. I don't know why the Unspoken is under, like, five dollars. Isn't that crazy? And Mysterio is this, like, twelve, fifteen bucks. And he's not even good. Which one are we talking about now? Mysterio or Unspoken? Uh, Mysterio. Okay. I'll give Unspoken his due. I've, I have my ass kicked by him, yeah. so I have a little bit more respect for I understand for him that he's not a popular character. He was in, like, one storyline. And not a good one. By an unpopular team. A lot of people like that. The fam uh, uh, slot yeah, team? Yeah, or that, that version of the Did Mighty they? Avengers. Yeah. How people, many, I you say have, a lot. Uh, more people than I would have expected. More, 
Not me. That's fair. I wasn't a huge fan. Right. Well, because I love Dan Slott, and that's just, I feel like they, they didn't give him any of the good guys. If you He's love... like, I'm going to write Avengers, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're going to write Avengers. And then they gave him some broken toys to play with. And he's like, oh, this is this is all I got, eh? If you loved Slots and Fam's Mighty Avengers, please send uh, fan mail to Adam Chapman's fan email. He'll give you then in the episode, then tell him how much you love it and how you rub them on your body at night. Was that really the two people who that, love that, that, that was series? Was close to the mic necessary? Like, the two people who love that series expect emails from them. Okay. The rest of the internet will just don't care. They don't care. It, it just happened. I can't remember how many people wrote and posted once they revealed. Um, the unspoken who said, "I don't know who this guy is. Never heard of him." It was just one of those things, and I actually heard heard of him. But I think the dial is very playable. I, I it was very it. playable. Yeah. I, it makes me sad that that's who it was. I suppose didn't really care for it's the character. Accurate. Always for a brand new character. <laughs> for barely been defined. <laughs> for a character that's only showed up once. Like, where's my Azazel? Well, they always had a problem with that with Central. Where's my Azazel? I remember the. Um, Did I get my first class tie-ins? Somewhere? I don't even know what you're talking about. Either. Azazel. Oh, the Nightcrawler. That's garbage. Whatever, he's been in a movie. Yeah, I know. A you, know has, movie. You, you know who hasn't been in a real movie? Wonder Woman. Tons of people. Yeah, it's true. Flash, not in movies. You know his movie? Azazel. Yeah, that's a shame. That guy is laughing up to the bank. Chuck Austin somewhere is like, I'm. he's bathing in Azazel money. You know what I'm excited about for uh, Amazing Spider-Man? No web markers. That's nice. Well, why? Apparently there's web things laying around. I like the web tokens, but not the ones with the the weird the, the mummy. Du- the dude wrapped in it? Because you couldn't put that in the token, in the square. <laughs> the other one, you put them inside it. It looks cool. Uh, for a while. It just kind of gets boring after well, a while. Well, no one ever used it, so it's not like it was cool, overused. It's a cool mechanic. I like yeah. the webbing idea. Uh, I like the idea that we're going to see Kane as Scarlet Spider. I hope there's a regular Kane in his 90s oh. containment wear. Touching on what we mentioned during the Sculpt podcast, how we said that they're going to eventually come out with the 2099 Spider-Man. Yeah. And how I don't believe the Sculpt will be any better and you said it could be better it, 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 be better. it doesn't look better it doesn't look better no it no. looks decent though it looks, it looks nice. dynamic yeah kind of cool i'm excited to see it in real life yeah but uh are you hoping i hope this spider-man is good because people seem to complain a lot about what Spider-Man do you mean the spider-man the main spider-man like in this the, marquee the prime character yeah the prime spider-man is that the spider-man you think that's doing the two web shooter shots that's unfortunate because that's a really boring sculpt i know especially I hope... after the 10th anniversary amazing one yeah i just hope it's a cool cool uh cool dial because people were so disappointed after Marvel 10's dial. Yeah, okay, look. Night, um, Nightwing gets yep. this enhanced movement, movement garbage so that he has the ability, ability to charge through hindering, o- leap over characters because he ignores them for movement, yep. and then end up charging them from behind if he wants. Yep. That's how much movement and variety they've given, they've given to him. Then he can strike that character. He's yep. got in-cap too, doesn't he? Too, double target in-cap. I believe so, yeah. And he's got like a wit or something, right? Yeah. Okay, why does Night uh, I keep saying Nightcrawler? Why does Nightwing get to be Spider Man before Spider Man gets to be Spider Man? That's a good question. Everything I just described to you is how Spider Man should play. He should have free movement charge. He should be able to run into combat and strike someone. He should be hard to hit afterwards. Yeah. And he, you know, like he shouldn't have to leap climb everywhere while holding an object and wait for someone to swipe at his super senses, which is how they've done almost every Spider Man forever. <laughs> It's true. And then once in a while, they change the formula slightly. Sometimes they, it gets running shot. I know. But they've, they've never given us a Spider-Man that is doing what Nightwing can do. No. And that is really sad. That being said, Web of Spider-Man and Spider-Man was still very playable. Yeah, because he could avoid on a four through six. Yeah. Other than that... That was, that was huge, though. The Scarlet Spider was actually a little more fun to play. Oh, yeah. Because he had that full, the full uh, charge, right? I just... Like, I think about this enha- enhanced movement. Am I saying it right? It, it's enhanced movement? Yeah. Improved. Improved movement. Improved I'm not movement. saying it right. 
this improved movement thing I have an issue with, and we're going to touch on this in a second when I go on my indomitable rant. But the idea being, your movement's so improved because he's an acrobat that if they were to run up to a bush, a normal person kind of gets a little slowed down in that bush. You know, they're trying to run into battle, and there's all these bushes, and maybe there's a fence, and I got to take my time to stupid get bush. over this fence. Okay, even with someone as awesome as Cyclops, he's got to maybe slow down a bit. He yeah. can just run. Okay. Okay. Leap climber, black. Panther jumps over, Batman jumps over, no yeah. problem. Um, elevated terrain, this is going to take a lot, you know, be a lot harder for me to do. If I'm like able to stick to walls or I have mm-hmm. claws to go up the side, I can get up there. But everyone else, you take the stairs. Okay, fine. This improved movement thing is giving people like Nightwing, who I don't think you know hindering. Fine, I mean, give them a little bit of hindering movement, but they're they're starting to make most characters um, avoid or or negate the impact of maps on the metagame. Hmm. maps have a strategic value and you pick a map in order to enhance your player's ability to perform or decrease your opponents or both with all this improved movement stuff it's kind of like they're just saying we don't even want to have you waste time with leap climb we're going to give you leap climb yeah just, just do it but then you can do everything else you want to do too you can do charging and you can do running shot and you can do everything hypersonic um, all that hindering that we designed these maps for and we carefully designed the Avengers map so that it would be difficult to maneuver yeah Forget it. Just flash. Just run like you were flash. Flash. Pretend there's nothing on the board. Flash. That makes more sense, especially when it's Barry, because Barry know, can but, vibrate through. But objects. he doesn't vibrate through objects all the time. Barry does. while running everywhere. Barry does, does he? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Barry. I don't read Flash probably for this reason. That Barry doesn't does. sound interesting. Barry does goes up. He goes up buildings all the time. Going up building. Wait. Why does he go up the building? Why doesn't he just vibrate through everything? Well, because if someone's on top of the building. Now, the way I understood <laughs> vibration to be is he could stand next to a wall. And maybe this was uh, another See, flash. Wally, and vibrate his molecules yeah. so that they intersected and kind of phased through. Okay. Running while vibrating doesn't make any sense because now your feet are, don't have any traction. <laughs> they don't make any sense, but that's the way it's supposed okay, to be played. Okay, that's stupid. Barry can run and vibrate through things. That's not uh, an Wally, interesting combo character. Wally couldn't. Wally, Someone who's running everywhere and phasing through everything is not interesting. Wally didn't have the same level of control, so when he vibrated through something, it exploded. Right. Anyway... The vibrate molecule run through everything thing. I don't, I'm just saying for Flash, I'm I okay. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't mind when it's Flash because Flash does that. I, Jay but does. You see what I mean? And Jay has. That's why he I has mean? 16 movement to run around. Designing these maps painstakingly, getting no, this agree. guy to make them with the so that they're interesting to play. No, on. I, I agree with that. Okay, so now we have characters that can break down all the blocking terrain, can avoid all the hidden terrain, ignore, 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 ignore. Yeah, we have almost more ignores than we do have rules. Yep, it's kind of like the English language. Yes. We make all these rules and then we just ignore them. Mm. And it's confusing and no one can learn this language because of the exceptions. Guess how it's going to be for a new new person learning the game. It's still relatively simple. But the more exceptions... When, when the we started works. playing, there was so much negative... There, there was so much stuff that wasn't discussed. So you, there was so much more... Like now there's a lot more concrete rules, whereas I feel like when we got involved in the game... Not when you add all and, the ignoring. Well, even with all the evolution, though, there were so many things that were never... There was no rules at all. It was just kind of... Okay, look at the split and merge powers, Adam, yes. and then tell me that that is more simple than what I read in Infinity Challenge, the, the, the rule book. It's not. The split and merge power alone... Not for the... Okay, I'm saying... It's like saying, a dissertation. For most... Okay, but 
it's also a power that's not used that often. You're not going to come across it as Fair often. enough, but they keep making more mechanics that have more explanations for yeah, them. Like, like vehicles? I have no idea. I have read how to play vehicles four times. I still don't know what's going on. I Well, that one, I feel like I need to have the card in front of me. I need to I know, there. right, because of need... all the exceptions. Well, if someone's in the vehicle, then when you do this, this happens, they don't take a click. But if they're outside the vehicle, then they take clicks, except on a full moon on a Thursday, and then there's two <laughs> clicks given. Like, it's... A little I, much. I never wanted vehicles. I've always felt like they were unnecessary. They are. There's only a couple of vehicles that people really want. And then this improved movement thing adds more symbols, right? Instead of saying for pulse wave, um, make a range combat attack, and you know you can do so while in base contact, or you know yeah. characters that are adjacent to you do not affect the, this action. Yeah. Whatever they said before. Now they're like, well, here's this symbol, which is like circle, which is the same thing as you know um, uh, the symbol for a sharpshooter. Right, but there's different types of sharpshooter symbols now. There are sharpshooters that can shoot through the opponent, and there are sharpshooters that can shoot through your own people. Is that true? Yes. Look at the new pack. Really? Yes. Uh, and I so, if you have the symbols, it shows enough. you can shoot through everything. Huh. So, when you look at the new pulse wave, it says pulse, uh, this character has this symbol, which allows them to shoot through whatever they want mm. for pulse wave now. And with like um, the war, not the warbringer, the um, Hulk, the new Hulk, Worldbreaker, Worldbreaker. He has the improved movement that lets him walk through blocking terrain, right? And they have symbols for everything. And they're like two circles next to each other with an arrow going through them to show that they can go through these things. Well, no, they've got that weird like X and then, and then there's yeah, color coding. Yep. Yeah, and they've got that weird on the card. stick of a, like a stick man that's yeah. running. He's the symbol that's of improved, improved movement. movement yeah. They decided this was the symbol of improved movement. Uh, it's just a lot of symbols. Oh, that's what it is. You're talking about improved targeting. Yeah, improved targeting. Yeah, that's that, I'm, that I'm not used to at all. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's, it makes sense to go, look, a picture's worth a thousand words. Let's make more pictures, more symbols to represent complex mechanics. I get it. But it's, it's so many mechanics, it's, like, overwhelming. But this is all, like, old news anyway. It's been on the forums a lot. People talk about the new mechanics. It's kind of the sky is falling whenever anything new comes out. So we'll play with this new stuff. You know? We'll, yeah. Would be positive. So you hope there's a good new Spider-Man, basically is where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, well, it's a Spider-Man that can move around and be a threat and, um, you know, play like Spider-Man does in the comics and he doesn't have to be too many points. I don't think that fans are, are wanting a 150-point Spider-Man. No, no, no. I think they just want one who... I want an 80-point Spider-Man who's really solid. We have really solid depiction. We have two excellent versions of Gamora. Oh, yeah. That's true. How? What world is this that we're living in? You know what I mean? Well, like, uh, you know what? But Gamora is a much easier character to nail. <laughs> Good night, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's <laughs> what I meant. But, but like, she is easier is to represent. I don't know. I think the new one is a much better version of her, just because it makes her just that very deadly she's the deadliest woman in the universe yeah. and they made her a very deadly figure but it's she, not that she's good for her points yes. she's deadly but she in just in general though i don't think she's that 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 her character sorry her character's power set isn't that diverse it's not that spider-man can do a lot of different things how do you represent it in hero clicks I, I, all the powers that they've given them there's not much more they can do with it it's really just recycling it into different ways i don't know i think that they've like the webbing mechanic the last time they did that was pretty I clever i thought that was cool um, a lot of people didn't like they didn't have a real range the though. double incapo incapacitation yeah. from incapacitation <laughs> incapacitation from avengers yeah very good power Hidden in his dial. Yeah. They never used it They had that also in Mayhem. It was nice, though. The du- No. Didn't they? Not, he, not no, to yeah. target double in Yeah, he did. No. Yes, he did. No? No. Are you sure? Mutant Mayhem. 
Yeah, I thought for sure he did. There's a figure that has a double two targets in cap. Is that? Uh, is that... But not a special power that gives you two action tokens on every target oh, that's no. hit. Oh, of course, that's, that's what, what I'm talking about. Oh no, that was so cool. Obviously, he... I didn't mean that. We didn't mayhem. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> easy, easy. Thanks a lot. Well, it's like you gave me no respect at all there. <laughs> well, I mean, Jeepers. well, that's why I was so startled. Well, I'm not stupid, <laughs> <Easy>. man. <laughs> Of course, a set that old doesn't... Okay. Well, obviously, it doesn't have a super in cap. I was just that's, saying regular That's what in-cap. I mean, right? The double token in, in cap. Okay, well, now that so we know what we're talking because about. it was the two target, and you could make two people completely incapacitated, which was a really neat thing to do. And then if you really want to be a jerk about it, you could push him, and then do it again. Just yeah. a really neat thing. Like the, I'm not saying make that exact same special power again, but I am saying they're, they're not done everything they could do with it. I, I, I want... I want him with a, a running shot, but they, he can only use in-cap with the running shot. And why not give him... Or something like that. Um, it's a, it's a, it wouldn't be a good idea. Why can't we give him a, a, a close combat expert... Sorry, combat reflexes yeah. with super senses. He's never actually had that combo, has he? Everyone else has. Yeah. I think Madeline Pryor has it. No. She's not actually a click yet. No, she's not. Goblin yet. Queen is. Yet. Goblin Queen is. Yes. But there's no Maddie. Um, so, I mean, there's just... It seems like a lot of love and attention has been given to Wolverine. Who has yeah. some very recently some excellent depictions of his healing power? This is true. Which was broken for the longest time. His oh. ability to heal should have always been what it is now. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Superman has had characters that are just have destroyed yeah. the meta game, have made us change rules. It was so good, you know. Yes. Uh, about Spider Man, what Spider Man villains are you excited to see that we haven't seen before? Oh, they used cardiac already, so I don't know. Yeah, I was when Cardiac was made, I was like, anyone can be made now. Uh, and Rocket Racer or whatever. No, like, Cardiac was really, for me, it was a watershed moment of, you know what? Anyone can be here with a figure now. Because he, I never would have expected I wouldn't be okay with the jury. I think that'd be neat. The jury, that's a good one. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, obviously, like, I'm a child of the early 90s when it comes to Spider-Man, so I wouldn't mind a, a shriek, finally, because we have Doppelganger already. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mind it's a pretty ca- good, too. Wouldn't, wouldn't mind a carrion. Um, Maybe even another... Carnage, just because... Another Carnage? I don't know. I don't, know. He's I, don't not... I don't want too many remakes. I like new characters. No, I agree. And he has enough... I wouldn't mind... I wish that the Mysterio... If they're going to do Mysterio again, I wish they did the weird 90s kind With of the, fog the mummy. head. And, yeah, get the, the wraps. Because yeah. Yeah, it's different. Well, it's why not? Different. Especially so close together to Web of Spider-Man. Yeah. It's odd, too. Amazing Spider-Man and Web of Spider-Man. I'm sad that it looks like, I guess, we won't get a new Silver Sable because she was in the Players' Bowl. Or that... That mm. choice, I would have liked to actually had her. Yeah, especially because she was just an ends of the earth. She played a big part there. What's his name? Chance. Chance. Is that what you want to see? You know what? I wouldn't <laughs> mind it. I, I wouldn't mind that. a Judas Traveler. It would never happen. They already got the spot. Or Scryer. It's kind of hard to think of any uh, figures that are missing. Yeah, because well, uh, Scorpia. How about a, how about a new Scorp? I, I think they need another shot at Scorpion. I, I'd look at that. Lady Octopus. A decent one. Nope. You don't want her. Don't Not care. a little stunner. I know, you keep coming back to Stunner. I always do. Sure I would take Delilah before Stunner. Oh, that'd be awesome. What about the Rose? Yeah, that'd be good. Like a real Rose. We have Richard Fisk, but that's from a, a very specific storyline I don't even know. Like, I know him as, like, the Schemer, and I know him as Blood Rose and re- and re- regular Rose. They need to take another shot at Boomerang. I would like another shot at, uh, at Kingpin. I was Kingpin's not a... actually pretty good. Hammer Thor? That's not bad. Uh, it a, was new all be- right. a new beetle would be good, too. Ooh, a new beetle. Yeah, that'd be cool. A lot new of these Sinister Lantern? figures. Yeah. You basically just want every character from Sinister done. Kind of. A new Rhino? Like, a lot of them would be. A new Vulture? I don't... I really don't mind the veteran Vulture from the new Fantastic of Vul- Forces. The new version of Vulture. 
Oh, the red one? Yeah. With the fangs? The axe's mouth it? or whatever? Yeah, whatever, if you gotta. Do you want a new know. Punisher? We just had him last we've, year. We've just had him so many times. They really just have... Okay. A new Electra? Forgive the pun, machine gunning. Yeah. Well, um, last time yeah, we saw Electra. Uh, Electra. She was an... Every, I think, I really think the 10th anniversary was a mistake to not put her in. Yeah, because the first three sets were her and... Yeah, like the first eight <laughs> sets had an Electra in She was in every set. It was she amazing. Her and Daredevil, a, actually. Because yeah. Daredevil was in the first three sets. Or, so she is such a part of Heroclix, the history of it, yeah. to have a 10th anniversary celebration and give us Emma Frost instead of Electra? Even Jean Grey. It's kind of an odd decision. It's almost, I suppose Cyclops wasn't there. Yeah, maybe. Because he was in the original promo art. And then it's just went, an odd thing. I don't understand it. And even, like, Thor, like, he hasn't been a... Look, what they many. should have done is forget the big names. You're going to have at least one or two big names to sell the set anyway. You're going to have your Spider-Man. I know anymore. what you're saying. I know where you're going with this. I don't know why Puppet Master wasn't there either. <laughs> I was going to say Fire Lord. Yeah, I know. Because he was used all the time. Yeah, I know. Right? You think I about w- the characters. I went with the odd choice. Puppet Master. Puppet good. Master. Gotta get a new Puppet Hell Master. Hell yes. Constrictor. Constrictor, yeah. No, no. Who else would you want to see in the Spider-Man set? There's other Spider-Man villains. I can't think of them now. I'm just but... thinking of remakes now, right now, aren't I? Because I can't think of anything. Like in terms of his rogues gallery, he's pretty good. His the new Doc Ock is quite good. Uh, and we had Tombstone. New Goblins are good. Tombstone's solid. I don't think he needs. Yeah, remake. he's fine. I guess yeah. There aren't a lot of ones. I'm hoping we're going to see more horror stuff. I'm hoping to see uh, Blade and Hannibal. I'm hoping to see Dracula. Dracula said he's confirmed. Yeah. Um, uh, Deacon uh, Quincy Harger. Um, who else could they put in? Deacon Frost. Yeah, Deacon Frost. What's the name of uh, Hannibal King? Yeah, Hannibal King. Well, else? Whistler? Sure, put Whistler in there. Maybe give us a few more um, I, Ghost Rider I, villains. Uh, What's the eyeball's name again? The Orb? I don't even... Get I, him in there. I don't know any Ghost Rider villains. I think he's the Orb. I like to see Johnny Blaze as Johnny Blaze. Like, <laughs> That'd be nice, eh? Because he was, he was a big thing in Midnight Suns and all that stuff. Give him a champion's keyword? Yeah, if you want to. I mean, if they would. <laughs> if you got it. Like, do, do you have to? Well, some people think you Do you want Blackout? Oh, Mephisto. Not Mephisto, sorry. Blackheart. Blackheart. That'd be nice. We have not had Blackheart no. yet. And Where, people have been clamoring for Where's it. my Shumagorath? <laughs> Why not? Why not, right? What, Doctor Strange is never going to have his own set. <laughs> uh, Vampire Jubilee. I think she'll be in here. Oh, God, I hope not. It's so stupid. Frig. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. He's crossing his fingers. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. That's horrible. I, I, I'm really glad that we're getting the, the monsters, though. That's going to be fun. I just don't care. I'm not a big monster fan. I don't... What would you say if they did a Kanchu? What? Kanchu. Oh, I don't think I'd want that. It shouldn't be represented. Well, I mean, all the other... Death got represented, so... Yeah, but that... Uh, careful now. Shouldn't have been in there either. Uh, <laughs> but she's kind of a fun figure. Yeah, but she's not. she doesn't do anything. I would like a new Moon Knight, then. Uh, I agree And a Bushman. That. No, Moon Knight, yeah, I agree with that. I would and like Midnight and all his villains, you know? Yeah. A few of them. But let's not forget it's a Spider Man set and Spider Man's cool. But the sub theme is horror. <sighs> yeah, sub theme doesn't mean anything. It's because hard remember, to at that. Horror. Yes. <laughs> remember that we had the sub theme, what was it, Cap America or one of those sets? Yeah. Or was it Hulk that had the one GLA member? And it was a sub theme with GLA and who did we get? One I'm sorry. The Hulk set, I really don't like it. I well, think it was poorly organized. There's too many duplicates. Red Daredevil got a spot, and Shadowland Daredevil got I'm a spot. I'm surprised Shadowland Daredevil even got a spot at it's, all. It's a stupid choice. It's not I know. different. If you want to pick an LE, make the Shadowland the LE. Don't give us another rookie Daredevil. Yeah. Was he the LE? LE? Yeah, he was the LE. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and it's just, I, I, I like Hulk characters just fine, but... We didn't get when, him in his armor, did when we? When you look through the set, it's just, it feels so bland and, and out, without substance. There's no real cool no, characters. No, I agree. And it, well, it doesn't help that Hulk and his villains 
kind of all have the same kind of power set. I'm surprised we didn't get new Zacks. That's what I'm saying. Like, he didn't even go and do or all Gargoyle. Those. Where was Gargoyle? He was a huge part of that TV series. A good place to do another Rhino would have been that set, too. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Like, I would love a new Rhino. Yeah. It's been a while. Get two birds and one we, stone. But we want so many remakes. I can't think of any new Spider-Man villains I want. I think, that, as I said, he's got... I guess it's because they don't I mean, make it'd be nice to have a, a 616, like, Maximum Carnage Venom. I want a Lizard. Yeah, sure. It'd be good to have a new Lizard. Because he could have a lot of cool mechanics if they but wanted But you know what I mean? Like, the last Venom we had was, what, Hammer Thor? Was, no, it's, Hammer... it's Web of Spider-Man. Web of Spider-Man. He's just... Charge super strength with that little webbing, webbing uh, uh, superpower. Yeah, on and he had, not weird, remarkable. he had that weird sculpt because he was half. Yeah, he's not remarkable. He's not. No, no, no that was the. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the alternate. Uh, alter that ego. was Eddie Brock. But still, he's kind of small. Yeah, I just don't think that he's been done right either. I guess that's true. Actually, I, I would like an Agent Venom that I can actually own. Oh yeah, Agent Venom would be good because I'm never going to a convention yeah. where he is. See, this is the thing too. Like we're talking about how to get more people into the game, and then at a convention where they have people who are already gamers, or people who are at least into comics, are yeah. coming to play, and maybe they're playing a different game. Maybe they came to play Magic. Yeah. Why don't you just give people, like, with their admission or something, yeah. these Heroclix to entice them? Don't charge money for people who are the Heroclix gamers who want to get the hyper collectibles. Have one of those. Fine. Have one figure for that. But there should be a figure that's being given away to entice. That would be cool. That would be a nice. That would be a nice touch. It'd be easier to get a hold of those figures too, because I mean, it's be because of those kinds of promotional figures that I ended up with uh, an Alex Rodriguez baseball click. Yeah, like, I never right. played that game. Yeah. but if I did like baseball, then there's the click, and then I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Maybe I want to play this. My like, first Spider-Man is from Infinity Challenge, and it says promotional on the side. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm. It does something. No, there is something to be said for that, for sure. I think having free comic book day versions is, helps. Yeah. Because those usually but go pretty fast. You know what? Last time we had free comic book... Actually, last two years there's been a free comic book day. I have searched for the free comic book day figure, and it's been very difficult to what find. What was it last year? Was it Thor? Last one was Thor, yeah. And I went to several comic book stores asking for Thor, and they didn't have him. And I was going to well, pick one up for yeah. you. Yeah. I think I ended up... Now, this might be a problem for Toronto specifically, but I don't I don't get the feeling that it is. I think a lot of people have a hard time. You have to order a certain... You yeah. have to be a certain subscriber level. Having or... all these limitations on it, making it very difficult to get a hold of, having NECA go, we really only have a budget of about $500 for this. So only make this many figures unless they order more yeah. is not a way to get your brand out there and no, get people to advertise no, I agree. with a free click. After Amazing Spider-Man Teen Titans, so you're kind of taking a giant pass. Yep. No, I'm not a big fan of Titans at all. Any Titans you'd ever like to see? Amber them? loves the Teen Titans. She might actually want to pick them up because she loves them. From the TV show? Yep. I can't think of any Titans I really care about seeing that are new versions of. Uh, but I guess it's just going to be a lot of remakes for the most part. And I think a lot of them are overdue. Because we haven't seen like Raven in a long time. Icons was the last big push, wasn't it? Yeah, Starfire. It's a long time ago. It's a long time. That's yeah. what, like 2004 or 5? Yeah, they need to do it. So I'm okay with... The, I mean, I'm, I'm usually very like anti-remake. I'd rather have a new character. But there's so many of those characters do not exist in the current. Uh, there's characters that I'd like to see that I don't think we're ever going to see. Like uh, Stephanie Brown as Batgirl. She's not Batgirl anymore because of the new 52. Usually when it's not current enough, they don't care. Yeah, I know, which is sad. But when it's just about to happen or happening, they'll make sure there are clicks of it. Gosh yeah. darn it. That's how we got House of M Magneto. Yeah, or even Hush back yeah. in the day. Because well, that was still, it just happened. And yet we're getting a new Hush. We are getting a new Hush with Two the new Bruce Wayne face. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Now uh, can we talk about what I'm so excited for? What would that be? Wolverine and the X-Men. Okay. 
I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the name. I wish they just called it Uncanny X Men. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know it's there's no show. In. I know, but the I show's w- gone, and the comic is the comic even as popular as they want it to be. It's pretty popular. Is it? Okay. It's especially because Uncanny X Men's going away and becoming Uncanny Avengers, and you're only really going to have all new X Men. You're still going to have a crap load of X Men titles, but in terms of like the main titles, you're kind of just going to have Wolverine and the X Men by Jason Aaron, and an all new X Men by Brian Michael Bendis, and other books like X Men No Adjective still exists, but it's kind of no one really cares. X Men Legacy is going to be focusing on Legion. Now so... Legacy used to be X Men, yes, and they made X Men Legacy. Well, first it was X Men, and then it was New X Men. <laughs> yes, it was, and then it was X Men. Yep, and then it was X Men Legacy, and now. It's so ten, wait no, it's, a minute. Now it's ending and becoming X Men Legacy by relaunch. <laughs> but the X Men book, yes, came back about while X Men Legacy was going. Yes, and so that was focusing on the vampires. Is the true X Men? I would say X Men Legacy is done. That's really stupid. It's the original series. They it's hard to tell. Well, it's just like um, imagine if TV did this. I know. With their shows? Could you imagine well, that? that like... Well, that happened with uh, Hulk too, though, because Hulk became Incredible Hercules. And yes, it did. New, and then they had a new Hulk book. And then Hulk came back for 600, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And then eventually that went away too. I, it was, it was, and it's then that ended and then there was a new Incredible Hulk. That does happen. Uh, Captain America, they had that. They became Captain America and Bucky. And then Captain America had a new relaunch. So where does that go? Thunderbolts just had that where Thunderbolts became Dark Avengers. This is why they have to keep going back to a, a quote-unquote original numbering. Because they just kind of throw up their hands up in the air and go, we don't really know anymore. No, now they Tom Brevoort, can you come here? And Tom's like, I don't know. They can't possibly know anymore. Like Dark Avengers took over from Thunderbolts and now there's going to be a new Thunderbolts series. Well, yeah. that's going to have its own numbering. And it, it it's so complicated when you keep bringing in new books. And, and they wonder why it's hard for new collectors. Oh, well, collectors... To get into it. You shouldn't be a collector in the first place, because then you're just asking for trouble. Can and I just like, say... Spider-Man just, just, is just about to hit 700, and what's going to happen? Going away. It'll come back. Of course it will. At 746. Probably. Like, no, oh. Do you remember the dual numbering? I kind of like that. That was also really confusing. It was confusing, but it was a, it was a bridge gap. So, you're excited about Wolverine the X-Men. Who's your... When mom? I saw 90s Jim Lee costume Rogue, I freaked out. So, she's going to be in that... Team dial thing. Everything about this presentation was kind of like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, all right. And then when they did that, I'm like, I cannot believe this because she looks great. They had not made a '90s rogue since Infinity Challenge, and she she stunk up the room. She was terrible. (laughs) Now, so there, it looks like there's going to be X Men Blue, X Men Gold, Excalibur. I'm hoping for X Factor, like classic X Factor, not classic X Factor. Middle. No, I know what you mean. Most original five. Yeah. Yeah. Like Peter David. Havoc. Polaris. Strong Strong guy. Multiple multiple man. Yeah. That'd be so cool. That would be really cool. Like that, uh, and, and if and then those you can, costumes, like, then you like, can, those costumes are terrible. Okay, if they do that, then I gotta come over, and then we're gonna play the episode, uh, the Iceman episode from the oh, original yeah. series. And yeah. while they do that, we'll play with the two teams. That'd be awesome. And who gets to play Iceman? I guess I'll have Iceman, and if you're gonna play X Factor, or vice versa. Yeah. And then we have to have fight each other, but we can't hurt each other until we switched opponents, and then we'll figure it out. <laughs> That'd be so. And Cyclops and Havoc are just shooting each other. My powers, <laughs> they don't work on this guy. What's the big idea? That's oh, it. One of my favorite episodes. It Never so explained. Yeah. No, it didn't need to be. No. It was a great wink without ever tipping their hand. But then they, they have the episode about Scott with his brother Alex. Yeah. They show him falling out of the plane. Yep. And getting You the, have to know. 
Yeah, I know. It's weird. That show had a lot of Easter eggs. Like, like how Archangel doesn't know anybody on the team, and then they're like, here's a shot of the original Five X-Men, and yeah. Archangel's there. Yeah, but he doesn't... Yeah, it was regular wing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that Avenging Angel. It's a different guy, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. And like has an American accent, which makes no sense, because she's British. No. What, what other of, team battles would you want for the X-Men one? I don't care. They're making X-Men blue and X-Men X- gold. X-Force. I am losing it. Cla- I am so happy. Classic X-Force. I, if, it, if they do classic X-Force, none of the characters should have feet. No, X-Force. Don't do that to <laughs> they me. They should have no feet. And, and, and just Cable, Cable should just kind of like fall over. He should never be able to stand on his base. <laughs> he, said, he should be as big as Hulkbuster was. Sure, why not? Except <laughs> lopsided. <laughs> oh, God. Um, the fact that they're going to do X-Men Blue and Gold, and I hope, it seems to be the case, that they're going to be giving them the Jim Lee costumes. Mm. So we're getting another crack at the blue costume, half-cowl Cyclops, Cyclops. Oh, should be awesome. and maybe um, a new Gambit like, as the Jim Lee style, like all the Jim Lee style kind of did that in Mutation of the Monsters. I know, but it was potato-faced Lucas Little Sculpt, and so it was <laughs> yes, ruined. It was. Um, this time they have a chance with the computer It could be really exciting, and, and, yeah. and a good Jubilee. And it looks like Rogue is posed in one of her, her, yeah. her posings in, in, from the panels uh, from Jim Lee, uh, his work on X-Men. Yeah, maybe in a decent ju- uh, Jubilee. All that stuff sounds so good. Maybe even a Maverick and a new Omega Red. Would you like Wouldn't to see great? A, an Acolytes on there? As yes, I absolutely would lose my stuff, Adam. If they made the Acolytes and made more than one of them, I don't need yeah. Cortez alone. I would He's need a, the whole group. I but, want Sayaka. I want yeah, Stupid there, Chrome. There I want that Delgado. Many, there and, aren't that many that are really well-known. Oh, and you get Exodus. But it's untapped. Would you right? put Magneto in the it's middle a, of it? A new Magneto would be great, but we're not going to get one for another ten years. Oh, come on. It's an X-Men set. I know, I but see they just made two X-Men. Now, um, it's Wolverine two, and X-Men. Two Magnetos recently. Yeah. And they're they're hard to get. I'm hoping that they make Brew because he's like my favorite character ever. Do you know him? Have you followed that book at all? Brew is basically like a, a, a little brood, but he's no, really smart and he wears glasses and wears a suit and he's adorable. No, I don't read this book. You should because it's Jason Aaron. You love Jason Aaron. I do like Jason Aaron. Bachelor in the first arc. Is he like? Yeah, that's one of the reasons not to read it. Honestly, it doesn't matter because Brew is amazing. Is Brew like dude? Uh, much cooler. <laughs> uh, you're probably gonna get Kid Kid Gladiator, who's really cool. Uh, there's someone else. Uh, there's a new Deathbird Warbird. The color Warbird. He's basically like Kid Gladiator's bodyguard. Hoping for those characters, characters that we don't n- know of. This is just very exciting. And Quentin you know, Quire, Kid I, Omega. I think this set. Well, why not? A why lot not? of the set. A lot of the figures in X Men universe have never been tapped into. Nope. Um, obviously, Sammy the Fish Boy never needs to be made. Nope. But a, a good Cannonball. Would be there's nice. still tons of figures to make. Sure, a good Cannonball. Um, I don't as I said, I really like Exodus, even though no one knows what his powers are. It'd be great to have him. Energy vampire? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Um, we could get a shot at maybe having him... It's not going to happen. Uh, this is not going to happen. But I still wait for the day when we have a Mr. Sinister who plays like Mr. Sinister, mm. who is not too many points. Both of the Sinisters that have been made are too many points. Yeah. One of them is a little more worth his points than the other, True. than the older one, but they're still not Mr. Sinister. I would love to see, X- I want to see X-Men. X-Men, sure. Uh, I don't care if it's him as a shaman or him as classic. I don't, don't care. care. They, he should be made. If he's in his 90s costume, I would, I, he, I would lose my He's stuff. a legacy <laughs> character to the, the X-Men franchise. Nice. He's been around. He was around for so long. You know what would be really fun to see? Red and Slim. <laughs> sure. How Why about not? Sugar Man? Yeah, Sugar Man. Uh, Mother Oscani. Um, it's also nice to see... Um, Cameron Hodge and a lot of the oh, other kind of classic Hodge, characters yeah. that were brought back into the land of the living what in the, Necrotia. Yeah. What about the Nasty Boys? Yes. I was going to say Nasty Boys. I thought you'd laugh at me. No, I won't laugh because they're such a 90s phenomenon. Yeah. Like, they don't exist. But if you watch the cartoons, they're, you probably they're have fond memories. They're there a lot. Yeah. But they'll never really fought X-Factor in the comics. 
So who cares? It doesn't matter. The point it's is... It's just weird. It, it would have a small enough fan base that someone would know about them more yeah, than... Yeah, well, it was on the TV spoken. show, so it guarantees a, a much wider... Right. I'm more than Death said, who I do not know. I'm hoping for Phantom X, finally. So we can Another complete the, my X-Force. Yeah. That'd be yeah. nice. A new Deathlock? Um, I don't know. I don't think the old Deathlock was bad, but sure, why not? No, why not, though? Um, do you want that, that crazy, sexy Eva? No. Wait, do you know what... You know that storyline, though, right? I don't know. Eva I... became like a... Sexed up, kind of looking robot. Hot, sexy chick. Wonderful. Like Jocasta. Yeah, like yeah, Jocasta. More Probably. sexual relations to robots, just like Vision had in mind. Um, yeah, I'm they, excited for that. We don't know like anything about We don't about know anything about it, really. But you get a new Rogue. Captain Britain, Ooh, which would be nice. Yeah. And a Megan, and that kind of thing. Yeah, and a proper uh, Rachel. And, yeah, sure. And yeah. new Nightcrawler. I think a lot of people are hoping I would like that. Nightcrawler when he looks more like a pirate. I would like... <laughs> I would like Nightcrawler when he's not attached to a wall yeah. or attached to a big puff of smoke. <laughs> or has that stupid costume from that weird black costume era. That's mm-hmm. what he had. Uh, I would like them to make an L.E. version, which has a slightly different sculpt, and give us the AOA Nightcrawler. Yeah, that'd be cool. He'd I, be very good for I would like to see Val Cooper actually made his character. Yeah, sure. And more McTaggart. Yeah, uh, excellent. Those are both would, excellent That choices. would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't need Rory Campbell, because he was... What about a new Proteus? Yeah, an actual cool. Proteus. An time. actual Proteus? He'd yeah. have to be giant to make him look cool. Whatever you gotta do, do I'm, it. I'm cool with that, but yeah. I'm just saying, he should be giant. Yeah. Yeah. And all of his like words should be like a Scottish accent. You know how they do that in comics? What about M-Plate? Do you want him? <laughs> you know what? They're new characters They're new to characters. the game. M- make them. We don't have M. We don't have... Uh, I, M we do, need. M, that's we criminal that we don't have M. Yeah, so how'd that happen? We got Blink before we got M. Well, that makes sense. Why? Blink was more popular. But M's an older character. Yeah, M's been around more. Yeah. Not uh, older. They and Blink came in and time. died really quickly, and M has yeah. been around. So. Yeah, but then, but then she, but because of Joe Mad, Blink was a runaway I know, character. Because AOA, because AOA, so. she was amazing. She was pretty good. Yes, she was. That's all people want. I would like an Abyss. I am already. Yeah, I thought we were gonna get an Abyss for the yeah, longest time. I thought, well, I thought we would get more. Like, I wouldn't mind a Weapon X from AOA. We need a new Chaos. Um, not Chaos. We need a new. Um, Wow, he totally blanked. Al Farouk. Oh, Shadow King. Shadow King. Yeah, no, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, no. a, there's a lot of figures there's in the made, figures we'd like but to also see. very many that need a first figure, or first click. Yeah, well, because there's so many X-Men characters, and because they only get one set every couple years, yeah. and you'll, but then like, you get characters like Arclight and Vertigo get made, and you're like, what? Why can't we finish them off? A Scalpel, hunt, a scalpel Hunter and... Scalp Hunter? Scalp Hunter. Yeah, yeah thanks for... <laughs> Blockbuster? Blockbuster, all those guys. Yeah, Pris- no, Prism. Prism. Prism, yeah, Prism yeah, Prism's one, one of them. Yeah. Um, Riptide? Riptide's another one, and Scanner, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are all of them. I think it was Scanner. Yeah, and there's Harpoon, are... Scalp Hunter. I wouldn't mind seeing the Prism. Reavers done again. Like, all at once. Yeah, I'm, we, we don't even have all of them. We have the main ones. Yeah, the But main we definitely ones. need another Lady Deathstrike. Yes, we do. Because she hasn't been around since, what, Explosion? <laughs> yes, and even then she was not really around. No, she was terrible. Yeah, all these, a lot of these figures, and even characters that are related to the X Men universe, like the Imperial Guard. Yeah, they made two cosmic sets now, yeah. and they have not given. And then we've had two gladiators, but not He's a single. He's the only one that's that well known. Who cares? We have tons of non well known characters that yeah. keep getting made. I'm so as as we didn't get Joff. Remember that little the dude who uh, he he's the one who is the caretaker for the, the crystal, protects it. Come on, really? Nothing. Blank stairs. Thanks a lot. 
You came to play. I think you're talking about the Emicron Crystal, right? I am. Okay. The, the Joff or Jump or... You know what? Any of these guys... He had a name, anyway. Uh, there's just enough characters that they can use. Now, that being said, so we're really excited about, about Wolverine and the X-Men and all the potential I'm because so we excited. don't know anything about it, but yeah. who's going to be in it? I'm just so happy to have a rogue that could potentially be very comic accurate. Like the last one. The last one was actually very good. Now, what do you think about the fact that once, that's, oh, once that comes out, we have Fear Itself yeah. as an OP? Who don't cares? care about Fear Itself? No. The only thing I've ever... they didn't do an AVX... Like thing like that, that would make more cool. sense. Yeah, like why not? Especially with an X Men set. I don't know. You could have released an Avengers set after you that. You could do Civil War, and more people would be interested. Yeah, yeah. Fear itself is just an odd choice because it really is. It's kind of generally accepted that not much happened there, and no one really cares. No one really liked it. No. The only thing I've kind of liked is the pinball table on PSN and Xbox Live. Yeah. The Fear itself pinball table is decent. Other than that, I don't like anything about it. Yeah, it didn't need to happen. No. So I, I don't really understand. Uh, it's exciting. There's going to be a serpent as your prize for the colossal figure, I but I don't, yeah. The sculpt looks, from the few seconds that you can see of it, or the stills that have been taken of it, it looks kind of neat. Yeah. But I don't care about this as an event. No, nope. me either. Okay, so uh, before we finish up today, yeah. I just want to show you something interesting here about the last year previews. Okay. Do you want to talk about any of the previews in particular? Uh... Like, Grifter, I actually think he's pretty good. I think he, for his points, when you click on him, yeah, bring him up. Uh, yeah, I know he is. He's quite confident. And he has um, range at, uh, sorry, flurry at range for his yes, special power. Which is the first time we've ever seen that. Mm, Isn't I, it? I'm pretty sure green oh, arrow yeah, the had the fuselage. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of true. But it didn't seem as good as this. No, and he's got quite a long range for the sets now being short range. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I guess he's, I just don't care about the character. That's he's fair. fine. That's fair. But I think he's good. Okay, now watch this. I have off off the air, mentioned to Adam how I feel that um, Indomitable is kind of getting out of control. Uh, when it was first conceived, I believe they conceived it as, as a way to give characters who are over 200 points a way of being playable. Because the only way a character over 200 points could be playable before this, years ago, was they to need a move and attack of some kind. They needed, they needed, first of all, certainly move and attack. They also, barring that, or even in addition to that, needed power cosmic or quintessence. There was a time when there wasn't a quintessence power. It was just power cosmic. Yeah. Uh, and then, rightly so, they brought in quintessence. So that gave characters that are really hefty, uh, temple figures, the ability to be played and pushed. The, the pushing mechanic, I think, is very important. It is a risk-reward system. Yep. I can either click myself some damage now on the chance of a benefit that I hope will outweigh the chance I'm taking on this, yep. or I can not push. And it was very even mentioned in the Infinity Challenge rulebook Characters that have invulnerability, mm -hmm. you should be very careful pushing these characters because yeah. you're you're pushing them out of their defensive powers. And and I thought, okay, look, this is very true. It's also true that characters that are over two hundred points tend to have a lot of impervious and, and vulnerability. Yeah. So how do you deal with this character who, by pushing two hundred fifty points, I'm effectively pushing almost my entire team, damaging my entire team a click, yeah. just to get an advantage in attacking more than once. Parallax is crying in the corner. Parallax. Superman 1 million, Nimrod, are all examples of characters that are ruined from playability because they can't push. And when they want to push, they're just clicking out of their impervious. Yeah. So they say, look, let's give us an indomitable thing. It's a new symbol. It'll give, effectively, wool power or power cosmic light. And it's so power cosmic light, it can also be outwitted. Yep. Great. It's being used a little bit too much now. I think it should be on robots yep. and characters over 200 points. Um, I think now it's being used as a point of like laziness. If you look at the characters that have been revealed so far for Batman, if you'll if you'll indulge me, Adam. Okay. We're we're on HCRMs right now. We're looking at the list of the characters that have been revealed. 
Let's go one by one and see who has Indomitable. Okay. Okay? Batman. Got it. Has it. Next one. Bruce Wayne. Got it. Wow. I okay, two it. figures, two for two. Yeah. Red Robin, who's new today, actually doesn't have it. Okay, so no. two out of three. Okay. Grifter doesn't have it. No. Nope. So half now. KG Beast does not have it. Nope. Sasha Bordeaux does not have it. Black Queen has it. But she's a robot. Fair enough. Keep going. El, El Gojo does not have it, but does it actually, which is interesting, many of these, if they don't have nominal, start with willpower. And that's fine. Maybe they're just, these are figures that are Batman familiar, so they have yeah. willpower. Big Barda. Willpower. I'm sorry, uh, uh, indomitable. Indomitable. Hush, indomitable. Bruce Wayne. Indomitable. Indomitable. August General and Iron. Guess what? Indomitable. Indomitable. Hugo Strange. No. Nope. No nominal. Warblade. Indomitable. Indomitable. Socialist Red Guardsman. No. No. Batman. Indomitable. Okay, indomitable. so you can keep going. Yeah, keep going. Cape Crusader. Another indomitable. indomitable. Yeah. So you see what I mean? There's a lot of indomitable. Now it's a Batman set, and you say, well, Batman has a lot of willpower. And I'm like, to that I say, fair enough. Like two Spider Man, char- I wouldn't have any problem with him having it. Well, the two main characters from each of the universes, I would say, I don't even blink an eye when they have Indomitable, is Captain America and Batman. Because they're both known for their willpower. Yes. But when you look at how rampant. Now, this is not the only well, set. I don't even a Superman. I, I don't think Superman really should have will oh maybe maybe you can make a case of it but what i'm saying is i'm sorry did you not read death of superman the, there's a way to do it where I, I, superman is interesting though because superman is usually a 200 point figure yes in that case give it to him fine yeah um some 200 point figures should never happen so mr sinister i'm fine with him not having a would you feel the same way if i wasn't as powerful as, as it is because i feel like that's part of my my, my point of contention I, I is not like, that i know but i mean i feel like like when i'm using a 200 point character and i don't have an indomitable it hurts more because I can be easily outwitted and then bang, I'm dead. Like, that's what it feels like. If your indomitable's outwitted, you're saying? Well, no, I'm just saying in general. Whereas, because you only get that one action return and then after Oh, yeah, yeah, that all magnifies. Everything magnifies. Okay, well, as you pay more points for a figure, it, it, what it means is that you're, you have less points to pay for other figures. Yes. Which means you don't have people to hide in front of or hide behind. Uh, whenever you take an action, you're effectively spending that many points on that action. So if you have a 300-point figure in a 300-point game, every action you take is worth that other your opponent's entire team of yeah. actions. Yes. So in a 300-point match, your opponent could have three characters, maybe four, if they split it up, which means they have at least three people that can act every single turn. You have one action you can take. So there's a problem when your attack is very low and you miss. That means Mm -hmm. your entire team has missed with one attack. Or your entire team has pushed with one attack. Mm -hmm. And so on. Um, My problem with Indomitable becoming so rampant is I feel for two reasons. One is that now when I look at a set, I only look to the Indomitables. I find myself unconsciously going, what's better than a figure with Indomitable? Probably not anything else. Yeah, that's true. So I want to make my teams composed of only indomitable characters. That way I have characters that can use their damage reducers, and I don't have to worry about pushing. Mm. Again, pushing I feel is a very important mechanic. I feel it's a very interesting mechanic. I love the risk-reward mechanic that it is, it is um, uh, displayed there. The fact that you have to really think about it. I, everyone out there listening now who loves Heroclix, yourself included, have anguished over a decision. Do I push or do I pass? And you think about it, and you're straining, you're going, what does he have on that next click? Is it worth it? And you're looking at the defense value and going, if I can hit this other character for three, it'll knock them out of a very potent click, and I'll only take the one click for it. I've got to risk it. We've all had that conversation in our heads at one time yeah, or another. No, definitely. And Donald takes that conversation out entirely. Yes. That's fine when you have your robot character, or you have your 250-point character, and you shouldn't have to be making that decision. 
Um, but I have an issue when the Captain America from Chaos War, 60-point figure, Indomitable. Mm. All these Batmans are all Indomitable. Yep. It, it, Even it, the Bruce Wayne is Indomitable. No, I understand why would you use a figure that doesn't Wayne. have it? Yeah. So, and then my other point is, it's also lazy on the point of the designers, on their perspective. Look, if you want, you could easily make a special power for Superman, or even any of these Batmans, that say, Batman can use combat reflexes and willpower, and give it to him for his first three clicks. And then two clicks in the middle, he gets, like, super senses no, or something. I agree. It's They've the done that, that before. It's, the fact that it's permanent. Yes, it's, it's across the whole dial. Like, I don't have to think about it. Hey, Joe, we've got to make another Batman dial. What do you want to do? Um, put Domino on it first. Okay, Domino's on it first. Now let's design a dial well, around that. It's kind of the same thing that happened with traits, is that everyone started to be that everyone was getting a trait. Right, but all the traits aren't the same. And they don't have that exact same no. benefit. But I'm just saying, in general, it started getting overplayed because, well, like, why would I use a character without a trait? Well, because not all traits, like, we're not all made equal. Green yes. Lantern's last trait was he gets more damage from yellow. Yeah. And uh, what is Morgan the Phase? Anyone who has like armor or if metal, blades, claws. claws. Yeah, some of those are just fantastically comically accurate. Yeah. They don't necessarily. Indomitable always means good. Indomitable never means bad. And right. you never no, have to think about it. That's true. That's what my problem is, is taking the thinking out of picking your characters and the designers aren't having to think so as much. why wouldn't you use... Why not? Yeah, I guess that's true. It's, and I understand, again, they're using symbols to simplify. Look, not everyone wants to have to read the card all the time to see what power there is. Yeah. But you know what? They're cards for every character, and almost every character has a special power now. You're not reducing the number of reading they have to do. If you gave them one more special power that was energy shield deflection and, and willpower for a few clicks, it, that's not hard for me to no, figure out. that's true. So that's just my, my rant about Indomitable. I have no problem with the power. I think it's a great addition, particularly for characters that really need it. It is overused. Or more, it's overused. And then I was looking at my Hulk figures the other day, and I'm like, why does Abomination and a Hulk have willpower? When have you ever had a conversation with someone about the Hulk, and they said, you know what's interesting about the Hulk? He has a lot of willpower. He's really, like, a lot of strong will. Like, he can control himself really well and just push himself. No, he doesn't. He just attacks everything. You know what was a better rendition but of that? But he is unrelenting. Ah. What I'm about to say is exactly this point. I almost read your mind. Look at Ultimate Hulk from Avengers. Okay. He was given the Masters of Evil team ability because uh, he keeps pushing and pushing and pushing and taking damage. That is Hulk. Hulk is not, I will push myself to the limit and I'm so, you know, I have so much... Uh, that is a good point. Fortitude. I have so much, you know, strength within my character yeah. that I can handle being pushed to the break. Hulk just pushes to the break and takes damage. That's true. So why would Abomination and Hulk have it? Because they want to make the character more potent? Because they didn't really want to think about it? And they just gave them both indomitable? So you'd be happier if everyone had Master of Evil. Or they just changed no, no, Master no, no. of Evil. For Hulk characters, or characters in the, like, like Doomsday, yeah. characters that benefit from pushing through their dial and hitting every turn, you need to have some sort of um, negative effects to it. That's what's so great about Masters of Evil. You'll push, you'll take damage, but we're going to take pushing to the nth power and say, you can keep doing it, but you're mm. going to keep taking damage. And you better hope that the risk is worth it because, yeah. you know, you better hit with these, with these attacks. And when Masters of Evil works, it is brutal. I Maybe. played Adam a game and it, I just kept pushing my guys and I was lucky enough to always hit. And yeah. Adam at one point was like, I can't win this because every turn, even when I, I'm being Adam right now, when I arrest my characters, yeah. you're still doing three damage yeah. psychic blast to my guys. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's why it's worth so many points. Yeah, that's a very abomination Hulk. No, that's true. Doomsday that, that, thing. That is very realistic to what they would be like. But a character who's undead, like Solomon Grundy or Dracula, that's fine. Okay, you can give them willpower. Yeah, they don't always need Indomitable across the whole dial. 
Robots, though, should never tire. That's why I'm fine with them having a dominant entire dial. Fine, because you should never be tired. No. That makes perfect sense to me. That's that, and to me, when they were designing robots with these new mechanics in place, when I first saw Ultron and some of the armored characters for the first time, um, even M, what is it, M13? M11. M11. He has a, he just, they just give him willpower across the whole dial, but they could have given him a Indomitable. But did, I like... Did Indomitable exist at that point? It did because Ultron has it. Oh, it does. Um, I like that they did that for robots. It was a very concerted effort. You could see that when they were designing the dials. They gave mm. it to a lot of the gods, yeah. who also would make sense not to push, yeah. and robots. And robots was really neat because their defenses, or a lot of their, their combat values, stay the same, or they drop very slowly. Which I think is great. And characters that are erratic, like the Joker, their, their, their combat values are all over the place. But the robots are steady and constant. And they reflect that in their willpower, their indomitable, and their constant values. And I'm like, this is, this is dial design. They're really thinking about this. And now I feel like they're not anymore. I agree. Did you ever get a chance to look at all the tab app I did. dials? What I did. did you think? I think that the sculpts look a little silly, but... A little silly? I don't know. What's the point of the, these sculpts? I don't understand the sculpts at Who all. are they appealing to? I don't know. They look like baby clips. Like seven-year-olds in the playground who bring their iPads out to play on the, on the on recess? <laughs> Is that what it's like now? I don't, I don't understand. I well, don't kids do have access to a lot of technology now, but uh, still. I'm sad that I, we can't seem to get a hold of them in Canada. Is because, that right? Is that right? Yeah, well, just because just they look... They are amazing dots. Yeah, they're a little over, over the top. Like, they are over-the-top amazing Okay, dials, wait, wait. You just so, said cap, right? Sorry, yeah. Cap. Okay, look at Cap's attack value. Yeah, 11, 11, 11, 10, 10, 10. Holy crap. For what, 96 points? Do you know which attack value? And he has improved movement on hindering terrain and characters. Of course he does. Let's just ignore hindering terrain now. Forget it. So he can just run around. Here's another thing, right? Like, so he's running, shining through anything. Like, basically walk, just running around. Yes. Speak, now, speaking of... Plus he's got the trait that gives him energy shield deflection. Yeah, I know. It's too much. Well, what the hell is that about? Speaking of uh, older sets... Okay. Uh, one of the ways, again, I mentioned to you that we played with like two tokens yeah. at a turn, and so we kind of didn't know what we were doing. Um, uh, at the time, the guy I was playing with a lot, he would really pick guys who could push and push and push. And one of the ways I could stop him from swarming my figures was, was and this is still true today, careful placement of your characters. If you can place one of your characters in a, in a way that it would prevent them from using a running shot or mm. climbing up the stairs to get you... Um, because they would become based yep. if they move next to your character and have to stop their movement, that is a strategy. Well, plus, remember, everyone, uh, remember in Justice League when we had that, uh, the dock and everyone had speedsters, and then you just put the one object either yeah. on one end, yeah. and then you're stuck, and you can't well, go yeah, anywhere. Well, yeah, no, but you, you, some but people now, just shoot and blow it up. Yes, but there was no way I know, but you see what I'm saying? And now you are right. You're taking, taking away the potency of terrain there. and of the strategy of how I place my targets. What uh, One of the things I like to do is when I can bottleneck someone who has running shot, um, where if they want to execute their running shot and get into a square, they would be able to fire on multiple members of my team. Yeah. I try to position a character that would be right in front of where that character would end. Okay. Like maybe on top of a building or elevated yeah, yeah. terrain, so that if they were to come up on top of the elevated terrain to shoot at my team, I've placed my character just in the square ahead of that, mm. so he can no longer do a running shot. He would run up to it, make the half movement, go to make a ranged combat attack, but no longer could because he'd be instantly base to base contact. And that's still true, but now he could just leave. I know that is true, but I mean, sharpshooter kind of fiddles with that, but still, that's I, true. But that's I, I'm not saying that this is a great figure. That this is a he problem. Lo- he looks like a, like a. I'm not saying that enhanced ridiculous. movement is a problem for that strategy. I'm just saying there are examples of how crucial placement of your characters can be. Yeah. And my issue is with this lead climb light, ignoring everything kind of takes that away a bit for me. True. I don't like that they just ignore and, and can ignore all my characters and go wherever they want now. There's no need for this cap to have any of that. Like, when does cap ignore characters? Ever. 
he could do a handstand over their shoulders, but I you're guess. right. That's but not like, really how he fights. That's not how he fights at all. Yeah. He he does do running shot. That's true. He does charge in, but he doesn't. Yeah. So, but he's a great he's a great dial. Uh, Thor, hundred fifty five points. Hey, look, Indomitable, your best friend. Yeah. Again, uh, this character is one hundred fifty five points. If you took Indomitable off of this character, Adam, would he be worth the points? Not as much. Well, he's no, not... no, no. I'm not saying would he be worth for you to play. I'm saying in your mental head, your calculator, calculating how many points this figure is worth. If that symbol wasn't there and you saw this character, would you pay 155 points to play that character? Hmm. I absolutely would. So, I now, think I, would, I think yeah. it's because you're tainted because you saw Indomitable. I think it's because I saw it. Yeah. But if that wasn't there, this is this character is absolutely worth. He has a trait for super strength. He's got a really neat movement power. Yeah. And he starts with Impervious, high defense, 18, and clicks into Psychic Blast, and look at his attack values. That's 11, 11, 10, 10, 10, 10, 11, 11. Look how many movement powers he has. Yeah. I I wish his damage level was a little higher. So what? He's still only 155 points. No, I, this is I still agree. very and good he still figure. Has super strength, which I always his range about. is a little short, but you know what? If they release That's actually this pretty figure, long these days because five is kind of a new medium. But five is the new six. All I'm trying to say is that if this figure was released without Indomitable, he wouldn't be unplayable. No, he wouldn't be like, oh my god, now goodness. he's ridiculous. Now he's ridiculous. Because especially because if you did push, who cares? That's that second click is still great. Yeah. So uh, Iron Man. Now, Iron Man is a, a guy in armor. Maybe he should have Indomitable. They didn't give it to him. No, but he got Sharpshooter. Doesn't need it. With five range. I know. Who's going to use it with five range? That is this... I mean, That is really odd for Iron Man. To have that short, short have, range? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, uh, like, what did Cap- like, when I throw my pen across the room, that's five range. Iron Man can shoot for like, What does Cap have? Well, his range is five, too, right? Yeah. So yeah. he's got the same range a as Iron Man. A shield slinger and a repulsor A guy ray. throwing a shield as far as, like, Check out Cyclops. a beam. Uh... Was Cyclops short too? He's at eight. Oh, he's got eight. Okay. Which is kind of as far as they give him now. Yeah. Okay. So Iron Man, would you use him? Yes, you would. They're all very usable figures. He's got the sharpshooter, as I said. He's got four damage. It's Wait, his range hurts him a bit. 11, ele- 11, 10, 11, 10, 10, 9, 9. But it's still great. A lot of the attack power uh, rate values are really high. Yeah. And he's got two clicks of regeneration in the middle. And because now we have special powers, he's not naked. He still has. Energy shield deflection and toughness. I don't like these guys. I don't like the sculpt. I like the idea of integrating technology with hair clicks. Yeah, I think that's doesn't look that creative, though, the way that but I'm not interested it. in it. Yeah, uh, Wolverine, 100 points, awesome, because he's got toughness as a trait. It's interesting that he has willpower in almost every click, but doesn't have indomitable. It's the thing about traits again. It's like again, we don't really have to think as much about the design of the dial. And we're also giving you things that can't be outwitted. I would rather Wolverine have regen as a trait than toughness. He's not Could tough. you imagine regen as a trait? Yeah. Well, Deadpool does, isn't he? He's got a weird one where you roll a d6 whenever you take yeah. damage. And you can either take more damage or you can take less damage. I wouldn't or... mind it as a trait. Because there have been powers that kind of make it worse. Like, I wouldn't mind actual regeneration. Because we've had ones where, like, he I heals like, every click. I would like a caveat on it. I would like something like um, he has regeneration. You do a power action. That's your, that's your caveat. It's not simple. Well, fair. But I do like that he's got, like, I don't really think he should have the, it stops. I, I would agree if on the last click him having They're that. They're doing that a lot now. Power where he stops, but not in the middle. Because Wolverine can take it. I, I would be okay if he, he you burn him to, like, almost nothing, and that's his last click. Not his third last click. Yeah, it is weird that they've, they're shortening the dial length, how many clicks characters have. Because before, he used to be out of control. Like, Gladiator's yeah. original click, 
this last like four clicks are just useless gibberish. Oh, it's like low defense, toughness with yeah. low damage. Like, why did you even give it to him? I know, but what, what's the point of this figure? Uh, Wolverine again has that really high attack. 11, 11, so 10, now 10, 10, 10. Now they're 10, putting 11. the range, like the average um, dial size up between 6 and 7. And they're giving a lot of these powers to make you stop turning the dial. I don't understand it. Why does Wolverine have uh, a range of 4? What is he throwing? Which Wolverine is this? Well, I don't, I don't even remember what the sculpt. Oh, I remember looking at the sculpt and saying, if it's it Team like, X, okay. If it's not, I it's, don't understand. It's not. Uh, the Cyclops is pretty awesome. Uh, having a trait to use Force Blast as a free action is pretty awesome. And again, look, giving him willpower, okay. I guess you can make an argument for it. Fine. Cyclops has had willpower before. Yeah. They didn't need to give him Indomitable. No. Nope. They didn't need to. And they didn't. And you, for most of the time, you don't. Uh, but, great attacks. It's just, the whole set's awesome. Yeah. It's not right. I think you'll just see a lot of them in tournament play because of that, but they're kind of stupid also. And like Iceman having basically like stunning blow, kind of. And I think that the designers do this on purpose so that we'll buy them. Yeah. Because otherwise no one will Cause, buy them. Yeah, because they look, they look r- ridiculous. There's no reason for them to look so dumb. Maybe they wanted them to look sturdy so that they wouldn't da- be damaged that easy. Cause I just don't know who the, they're selling to. I don't know who I the know. target audience is because it's not really us. It's kind of for power players who are only interested in dials. Yeah. They are great figures, though. And they're like, who do you got there? I don't know. Ice Man? Maybe he's from Top Gun or something. I don't know. That's an X-Man <laughs> character. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't really read it. I just saw the dial was good kind of thing. I want to win the, the LE today, so. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know this wasn't a very negative analysis of the news and recent events for no, the past No, it wasn't weeks, negative. I mean, it's through a certain lens, but I mean... It's inevitable with Heroclix fans, isn't it? We kind of get a little negative well, sometimes. Well, isn't that just... That's fandom in general. Yes. Fandom... You get more excited about things you don't like. Or we like to be loud about it anyway. Yeah. And, you know, anything I've been negative about this podcast, I hope people realize it's just because I'm a little bit concerned about how things swing left and right when, you, when in terms of game design. How mm. there's these tendencies to do things to excess. I do agree. There's a, it does seem a little bit lazier. Because Special Powers opened it up to all new possibilities. And they were very conservative at the beginning because they were very scared. Scared, yeah. scared of doing that and going too far. But it's been a great ride for the last few years. Special mm-hmm. powers, by and large, have been a wonderful addition. Because up game. until then, the dial design was getting a little stale. Because yeah, you could, absolutely. Because you could really, like, I mean, I remember just sitting down and making my own dials of all sorts of stuff. I remember, like, making uh, custom relics, but, like, long before, like, mm. back in, like, 2004 really, I didn't know that. and 2005. Yeah. yeah. I had a, we had huge lists of them, and we'd print them out, and we'd use certain ones. Like, we had, like, Punisher's Armory, and it would allow you, like... So this is why when event dials came along, you were so hip on you. Know, you attached yourself to that wagon so I quickly. I loved event dials. Yeah, yeah, well, because it reminded me of that. Kind it was of so stuff. sad because Adam would come to the the venue and he would always have an event dial or two in in tow. No, and whatever. He's the doing. ruling is you have to get permission from that person, and he would just ask, "Hey, do you mind if we play?" You know, and they'd go, "Nope, I don't." It would do only that. be if the other person it was the third round yep. and they'd already been eliminated yep. and didn't care yep. anymore. And they're like, "I don't really know. Just do what you got to do. I'm not even going to pay attention to what's on that card. I'm going to play a game normally." Oh, you can it was so want. sad because it was such a cool. Con- Concept. Yeah. Because it was a way of changing the game, and but every game so, would be different. It's true. Well, that was game, exciting. Every game of Heroclix is different I know, anyway. but you can, like... There's already so many things. I know, but you and I could have the same out. teams, and we kind of know how it's going to go, whereas just anything could change and happen. Dial Age for Hero, everything changes. I guess what it is, is the more brain power needs to be put into constantly checking that card and clicking the dial and that rolling That would things. be a little irritating, but some of the just very minor tweaks, and it's still cool. Some characters now are like that. Like, yeah. just even playing... Um, um, Genesis Val, I noticed that 
just having him on the board whenever that super perplex or that crazy oh, perplex comes yeah, up yeah. you're constantly looking at the card going okay what did I just roll what is happening and that's a very kind of a, a simplified version of what how much crazy it can be in a special mm. power yeah, but I love oh, how yeah. even that power changes the game so dramatically like I, I've been playing with him and I'm like oh, I guess I'll perplex up my values we'll find out and then you perplex it up all by extra super bonuses and he becomes like this crazy god character for a yeah. round you're like this is amazing well, it's kind of what it was like playing Sentry from Secret Invasion because you never knew what it was going to be like yes it's kind of a were you going to get the hypersonic were you just going to get charged were you going to sit there and do nothing yeah. and then it was also that well it kind of goes back to the risk reward idea because then you're like do I use the prob to to see to re-roll at the first this? click, yeah. Do I use clock? or do I or do I not? Yeah. Do I use it for something else on the board, or do I really want to? But move? you had to roll the beginning of the turn anyway, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was uh, and it was that it was, I remember so many times agonizing over that. Like, is this is good ten, enough? He, yeah, he starts with a ten attack, so it's not necessarily the strongest attack no. you got off with. And you don't want to use the charge because he's so expensive. But sometimes the charge is useful when it gets into exploit weakness. It can be. But yeah, yeah so there's always that question of like, what do I want? Yeah. Which one do I want to roll? And I remember, man, I'm sad that you mentioned Event Dials, though, because I forgot about them a little. Did you? I still have a bunch sitting around. Do you want them? No, I probably already have them. Yeah, you probably do. But uh, so, so many of them were so much fun. I can't do anything with them. I can't trade them to anyone. No, no one wants them. No. No, and then they started putting characters on them for no reason. Yeah. I'm so sad. This has been a little... Walk down memory lane, hasn't it? It has been a walk down memory lane. This whole tenth anniversary has really made us nostalgic. Yeah, it really has. Well, and that's why we've been doing like our favorites and everything, and yeah. kind of going back over everything. Yeah, that's, which has been a fun experience, just to be like, man, I remember when I liked this. I remember this character. I used it all the time. Like, I'm excited for our next discussion. It's weird when I think of the fact that I've been playing Heroclix for like what nine years. Like, it doesn't seem like I've been playing that long, hmm. or that the game has been around that long, or that there's been that many. It's been characters. so many weird stops and starts too. Yeah. Uh, like when you come home from college or you go to college or you move out of your parents' house. Like a lot of events, in, and I'm sure a lot of our age group, have been these moments in our lives being married while playing Heroclix. And you had to take yeah. a leave of absence from Heroclix tournaments because you had to like plan your wedding or... Yeah, that's um, true. You finished university and then you got a new career and now you have more money well, all of a sudden to buy tons of Heroclix. Well, yeah, well and, I went graduating university and I was used to... Pl- I was in a small town playing in their tournament scene and I was... You know, and then leaving that and coming to Toronto was a real shock. A because, big change, yeah. Because that is the most competitive environment you could, well, getting into a lot more players, mm-hmm. and they're very inc- incredibly um, competitive. And oh, I thought you were going to say personalities. <laughs> Some odd characters you meet well, in Well, you, 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 re- you meet those no matter what, because yeah. I met those in, in Peterborough too, but the, the skill level wasn't, yeah. wasn't there. So coming to Toronto was, yeah, it was that huge change, and then I met so many new people who mm-hmm. became really good friends. Yeah. Whereas I met Adam, I in, actually, from Heroclix. Yeah, and like I would not have met you without Heroclix, and a bunch of the people there, like, really cool people, mm-hmm. never would have met them unless I had come to Toronto and started going to the venue you were judging at the time. And then here Clicks took a break from us for a while. It did. And, and you know what? To be honest, like I'm glad it came back. But at the same time, I wouldn't have been that upset if it never came back. Which is weird, but I think... I don't know. It was always a hard juggle for me, because like, as much as I love Heroclix, I'm a comic fan first, and there's just only so much money to go around. And I look at all the dials and characters that have been put out since the return of the game, and some of them are so really... I really, really like them. I really, really like them. So I, I think it doesn't help It would be that, a shame. I mean, it, I think a lot of it doesn't help that... Since the game took a break, the place where we used to play changed, and like we, we our our venue was gone. Yeah, there was changes happening anyway, and it would have happened anyway. But we lost the old venue, so that I still go and play at a different tournament. But it's not the same. It's not the same as when that kind of heyday of of just and it was only like, a, like two years where I was going to your venue that you judged at. But it was this amazing group of people 
for the most part, they're all winners and like really cool people, or at least people that I wasn't upset about playing with them. Whereas mm-hmm. now, there's some players I'm like, ah, you know. Whereas it was just a great group of people. I looked forward to going there every week, and now I go to a tournament when I can, but I'm not going every week. And yeah. you know, it and it does change. And it as much as like I still enjoy the game, I enjoyed it more when there was this huge community that I took part in actively. And now I don't feel like I'm part of that community. And you don't come to tournaments anymore, so like you're kind of set apart from that. Well, I also used to be really like a big rules guy. I used to read all the rule documents, all the changes. They'd come out. I'd be anxiously waiting the time I could download that PDF, and I would read it from cover to cover and make notes of the changes. And since the game ended, I have just not... I've, I've been more casual in keeping up with the rules. So I feel like I'm well-read enough to understand most of the things in the game, but I don't feel the same confidence if I were to go back and try to be a judge again if that event you know if that ever came to pass I, I i wouldn't feel up to snuff interesting yeah it is interesting how it all to another 10 years yeah man can you imagine i'm excited for our next conversation which is going to be about our favorite actual dials yeah i'm really excited about that one just going through the dials was an awesome experience because i hope i'm going to surprise you with some, some stories ones. i want to hear these stories i have a lot of stories like and, th- and that's what i think i i'm looking forward to more than our original conversation with sculpts as much as i love that conversation and i had a lot of favorites it, it wasn't they weren't as much rooted in gameplay sure yeah because Whereas now i'm gonna be like oh my god this character helped me win this like event and it was amazing and this is like oh my god it was awesome and it's gonna be a lot of that a lot of you know, good. Not even real conversation. Just oh my god. Oh no. Fast forward to that part. Yeah. Well, maybe people want to hear that. You don't know what people want to hear. Yeah. Clearly, I don't. No. Uh, it was. Um, well, thanks for listening to our uh, our conversation, talking Heroclix news, etc., and a lot of tangents. But hopefully, they were entertaining. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do so at uh, comicshenanigans at gmail We're also now listed on. Fa- we have a Facebook page, so you can give us a like there. Um, and you know, thanks for uh, for listening. And if you're from the realms, um, again, I'm SDM Clicks on the realms, and you are Nolum. Hey, spell that out because I G N O L A U M. When did you change from your old one, Marvel Maniac? Yeah, um, I, just, I didn't even notice. I just decided. Yeah, my old one had tons of posts, and it because it, it, I had my join date, which was back in you know yeah mid two thousands. Now my join date is like, you know, a month ago. Well, yeah. Because I changed it, yeah. And Liam was like, who's this guy who commented and called you Adam on on one of your posts? I'm like, well, that was Nate. He's like, oh, well. I just unified all my logins on all the sites because you know how it gets. Oh, yeah. It's a one login. Okay, that makes more sense. Anyway. I'm Toronto Spidey fan at SuperheroHype.com. I just, I hadn't been on there for five years. And I started in 2001 when it was SpidermanHype.com. I like SDM clicks better. SDM clicks? What's stand for? Honestly, one of the, it's just so ridiculous. We were so bored because there, there wasn't as much Heroclix coming out as often. So we made a lot of our custom dials. Mm-hmm. I made them all the time with Leon. So I had just stopped working at Shoppers Drug Bar. SDM. No way. Yeah. And so we made dials for the people we worked with and what they would have been like in Heroclix form. That is not unheard of. No, and so uh, so like we made like you know Leon clicks and Adam clicks and what we would be like in the Hero clicks game and all the people we worked with, all the crazy characters and what they would be like. And when I joined HC Realms, he went with Jiggle Billy, which was because of uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I think it was yeah had an episode with Jiggle Billy was a character. Who was I didn't going, know that. Commenced to jiggling, and that was what this character did, and that's mm. what he got Jiggle Billy from. And I got SDM clicks because I made it's these shoppers. You keep yeah with you into your. 
adulthood. It's well, it's kind of like with my PSN login for people who care. I'm Atom four two seven four two seven. I'm not really sure where that came from anymore. I think it was someone's phone number that I knew, and I always liked that number. And then it became a huge part of like my logins. I was always like you know Atom four two seven or some derivative thereof. All right, you're giving away your whole, your identity's gonna be stolen tomorrow. I hope you know that. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Seriously, I want to have charges on my credit card for PSN. Identity that is not a joke, Adam. Okay? I know. Well, thank you, podcaster podcast listeners for stealing my identity well thanks for listening to the show uh and make sure to uh stay tuned uh for our i I don't know if it's gonna be our next episode or one after that but we'll be looking at the uh the top uh our favorite uh hero styles from the last 10 years and hopefully we'll have some surprises weird stories and all sorts of stuff so thanks again for listening and uh for having a great shenanigan with us